0: Hi. We're live! Hi everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's Nerdy Podcast, and it's hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam,
1: and I'm the other host, Paul. And today we are joined by uh, Hello Kitty himself, uh, Jake. <laughs> we into a cat boy <laughs> <laughs> wearing the, the most adorable headset I have ever seen. So yes, uh, doing it for the for the craft and. I thought there were dinosaurs behind you, but it looks like there's a clouds or what's space? What? The final frontier, I've heard. All right. <laughs> we actually joined by an X-Men or an X-person herself as well. Are you allowed to say X-Men now? Is, is that politically correct? <laughs> Are we going to get into that? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're joined with uh, Jessica, who is wearing her amazing cosplay as Rogue. See, like this is what happens when people put effort in, guys. We have to take notes. We have to start trying. But yeah. yes. Uh, but now but now Je- Jessica is living every teenage boy fanboy's dream, so expect the chat to explode anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Are a lot of people taking screenshots or um, print screens. It's all good. Don't oh. worry, guys. Oh, here's Triple X Gambit for 2069 now. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> it's the only thing is, so she's not wearing gloves. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. oh. <laughs> so, but, They're still
2: in storage somewhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she can't touch us. Uh, that's fine. It's all good. But yes. <laughs> um, so yeah. So hi everyone. <laughs> hi. So Sammy, have you do you wanna do your little bits?
0: Oh yes. Yeah. Well, I've been thinking because it does sound really, really cringy when I ask this question. So <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be really blase about it and be like how are you all doing and have you watched anything interesting this week? Still
1: cheesy, but still fine
0: it is i can't like i've been playing it out in my head all
1: day and i'm like yeah it still sounds still sounds we need to hire but... writers don't we that's what the thing is we need to yeah, get there and yeah, get, get someone to like write our shit so yeah mm. we, we didn't even write our own shit so that's the probably the big uh, issue i yet. wrote the disclaimer
0: that's yes. as much as i can put credit
2: to. i thought i did your disclaimer
1: <laughs> well on tuesday i thought i like, handled that quite well you did oh, I-
2: Excellent! Huh? Excellent!
1: So Sammy didn't watch it. So it's fine. <laughs> we'll Sammy didn't show, that you didn't watch.
0: <laughs> I did actually watch the beginning bit. So I wanted to see how how it went, but uh, yeah, I've been really busy this week. <laughs> so my apologies. It's
1: fine. I'll beat you up later. It's okay. Um. So yes, who wants to go first? What have you been watching, Jake? Go, go, uh, out so, yeah. on, tell us how you've done <laughs> I was going <gonna laughs> <continue, laughs> to really <laughs>
0: Uh, before you start talking about the ahsoka i've only seen the first episode so don't spoil the second one
1: sorry he's only got to say it's shit <laughs> yeah I, I don't think there's
3: anything to spoil either
0: you <laughs> we were brought up in conversation last night while we we're watching it i actually paused sorry. the telly and went i don't get jake and I, went, what? and I was like he actually watched all of andor and fucking loved it but yet we get something that has more feeling of star wars than andor and he doesn't like it and then i press play again <laughs>
3: I don't know where this like feels of Star Wars thing comes from. If I'm honest, because <laughs> like, do you just mean it feels like the prequels? Because it kind of does. <laughs> right. Yes, okay. that and
0: you know my love for the prequels.
3: Gotcha. It's, it's Jar no, Jar. in because I'm not going to watch if Jar Jar's in. It? No, it's like I don't really. Uh, yeah, like it, it's. I don't think it's like well written or anything. It's very grey as well. Which mm-hmm. when I think like Star Wars, I think like weird and colorful like that's what i like about it anyway and was not yeah. weird and colorful
2: no it wasn't
3: It's I mean, uh mm, you guys didn't watch till like the halfway point though <laughs> yeah, i got to the it does start
1: at the, the bill level and i got bored
3: yeah it does start in like noir like like rainy city and stuff like that but it goes places they go like different planets and all that stuff but i don't know like like, Ahsoka's weird, because it's like they've turned cartoon characters into live action. Mm. I feel like they've lost some like life in that transition, like I don't think Rosario's good Oh, in that well. role. Okay. It is
2: quite a good one, actually. I'm finding this as well. I thought I'd... Re- I love Rosario and I thought I'd really enjoy it, but it's just something off. Mm. Something doesn't seem right. right. I don't know what it is, I can't put the finger on what it is about it.
4: Mm.
2: The only thing that's the same, grace. Chopper, <laughs> Chopper is still just as amazing as he was Man. in the animated series. Yeah, so absolute psychopath, which is brilliant. The only <laughs> I thing I don't like, like about Chopper
3: like... is it's Dave Filoni's voice. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> thinking about him every time. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, yeah, it's 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 a weird one. I'll stick with it because, um, you know, I did really like Rebels and mm. like, so like Sabine's changed from Rebels as well. So that's weird, and it's like, I don't really know. Like, cause it's the same guy writing and directing it as who was on *Revel*. So I don't know what yeah. they've lost in the transition, but something yeah. I've, weird.
1: I've, like, it's I haven't watched it yet. I'm, cause I'm gonna like say binge it, like say so on. Cause I don't want to do the *Andor* thing where I watched the first episode, I thought it was shit, and didn't yeah. didn't go, through, couldn't bring myself to do it again. Yeah, I keep trying, oh, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. but if I think if I can binge it, I can get through the shitness. That's that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, but th- that's a sad state of affairs where we're trying to get through shows rather than enjoying them, so um...
3: yeah, maybe I should just stop. Is that what I should do? What have you Fall
4: been in love with it. so
1: now? Jess is back being a northerner and being one of <laughs> us again. Um, what have you been watching there, young Jessica? You know what? It's not
2: actually been TV shows, I've been locked into watching every single update <coughs> of the Mortal Kombat game. Alright. Um so much that so I've downloaded the previous two i've been just grinding through them while I'm waiting for the new one to release. Mm. Um uh, yeah so this so... TV shows this week so I've just been <laughs> deep diving straight into Mortal Kombat of what is coming next. Um
1: cool like yeah nice. i i still remember a few of the fatalities from mortal kombat one uh luke who cans like hold the, the block button and circle around and he does his spiel wing kick it wasn't until mortal kombat 2 that he got the dragon i think um yes, yes. But sh- but sh- no, this this
3: this new one looks dead interesting though because they've like they've destroyed the universe and they're going to start it again mm. like so it's like a little bit similar but like everything's I a little bit different
2: like a butterfly effect. If you just change yeah. like, a couple of different scenarios, all of a sudden the entire story is different. It's all different perspectives of
4: mm-hmm.
2: how things could have gone. And they've done really yeah. well. Everything they've put in so far looks really interesting, quite fresh. Mm-hmm. I quite Yeah,
3: enjoyed. yeah. Because um, like in in the new one, like Liu Kang's the god and Raiden's like the human now. They've kind of like switched roles. But it's like in Shao Kahn's not like a full like leader yet. And it's like so they kind of they're touching on similar things, but the they're gonna obviously write a whole new storyline and stuff, but uh, it's cool. I'm
2: loving the novelness of it, because where they left off in um, Mortal Kombat 11, Mm -hmm. that is the end of the story, is Liu Kang becomes the God and he's able to rewrite time. And you see in all these trailers, basically anyone who upset Liu Kang got a really bad future. (laughs) 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 They've all ended up on the bad sides of everything, that no one's big and powerful anymore um i
1: know it's looking great i'm really looking forward to it coming out i wonder if they'll play into the new mortal kombat movie that comes out as well because like that's
3: nothing nothing so far like no links oh. that i've noticed
1: mm. i know well the, the cast is they've cast uh, what's he called um in billy the butcher uh from the boys Yeah.
2: I'm not a huge fan of that casting. I think if they hadn't have already done Kano in the first film, he would have been a brilliant Kano.
3: Yeah, he's, he seems a bit old for Cage, but like I don't know, like I'll, I'll wait the actor, it.
1: But it could have been, I said, the Miz from WWE would would have would have worked as well. But I don't know how cheesy that I think would have been. Yeah, I
2: think he's... basically Johnny Cage. <laughs> like he's got his whole persona, and essentially being yeah. Johnny Cage.
1: He's not an um... actor,
3: though, <laughs> not, <laughs> no. not a movie level actor. No, you know, everyone's got to so. start you somewhere. You can...
4: <laughs> I think
3: it's supposed to go to acting school instead of wrestling school. Though. I think that's the, the, the real start.
1: <laughs> what about you, Sammy? What have you been watching?
0: I've, I've, all I've had on in the background while Kitty watching is Big Bang Theory. But what I have had a chance to do while mm. Kitty watching is read oh. and I finished um the first Hunger Games book. Finally, mm-hmm. the book club will know how <laughs> tedious that has been for me. <laughs> um, but I finally got to finish it, and I absolutely fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. Like the, it is a step by like, it is a step by step of the movie. I'm not gonna lie. Like it, it, like I didn't feel like I was stepping out of anywhere that I hadn't seen in the film, apart from the end. And the mm-hmm. end caught us off guard and I'm halfway through Catching Fire. Like I am absolutely loving this series knowing that she doesn't know yet about the Quarter Quill has mm-hmm. got me on tender hooks. Like, I am waiting <laughs> for her because it's only Katniss's point of view that you go through. Mm-hmm. So she everything that you find out, you find she's <clears throat> finding out first hand and I can't wait for her to find out about this Quarter Quill. She at the moment just thinks that she's going to be a mentor mm. and I know she's not. <laughs> I'm like waiting for it but that's I watched the first episode of Ahsoka Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I really enjoyed it. It did give us a lot of Star Wars-y feels that I didn't get from Andor, so I'm sorry, Jay. Okay. Um, I'll tell you,
4: I'll
3: tell you what I, I'll tell you what I did really like. Actually, I don't know if they're gonna use it in the show, but like the music that's on the end credits is like top notch for Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if it's gonna come in as like a theme, but if they use it like at the right time, like that kind of stuff, like you could get yeah. some emotion going. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: I haven't watched the second episode yet, and um, we only watched the first one. Mm. But that's that's all I've been doing. Honestly, I've been stuck in the living room with two kitties who go super duper hyper and then fast asleep in seconds. So, so it sounds, uh, so
1: sounds just like you then. <laughs> pretty that's much, it, you.
0: pretty much. I have this, like burst of energy and then all of a sudden I'm out, I'm yes. asleep. <laughs> cool. yeah.
1: Well, I watched the final of Naked and Afraid, uh, Last Man Standing, and Jeff didn't win, so I was very happy. Sorry for spoilers, but Jeff's a bell end. Um, oh, okay. Did he? Did he have to leave? Did he get like attacked by bees or um, anything? Before, <laughs> um, before the the final, like that the final, I would like to call it a race, but it was more like a marathon where you had a trek twelve miles miles through uh, like the South African. Uh, desert like naked oh, yeah. with just the supplies that you've accrued for the last 40 days um but they had a a task where they had all the items taken away from them and they had to create a uh, fire with just using friction and oh, basically it was like the first three people to to create fire and you had three days to do it but on each day it pissed down raining so all the wood was wet all the stuff was wet um and only two people out of uh six managed to create fire from friction like using different like survival techniques and two people actually broke down from because basically they're not eating for days they're just trying to create this fire broke down crying it broke them mentally and it was absolutely beautiful to watch
2: show sure. is this is this is like a reality show or something?
1: oh yeah. yeah it's it's a it's on discovery so you know it's awful but i love like the shit um but it's basically they just gets set in and... so the context why... It was... why are
2: they nude? why not why do no. they
3: <laughs> <know>? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it's like ultimate survival, so it's like you know you can't get yeah. comfortable and sit down on anything because everything's all pointy. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't is see like,
2: makeshift sure, like leaves or something. Oh no, it's all blurred. The blurred, it
1: blurred out. So... All, the, all the penises and buttholes are blurred out, so you can't see it. But um, yeah. like, it's so hilarious when... to make, they make shoes yeah. sometimes.
2: You're like strangers. You're all nude mm-hmm. and things. Fair enough, is nude. But I imagine there is some moments where you kind of like don't we looking at your butthole right now like could you not lean down to try and do that fire
1: right now like, oh uh, there was one episode no, where shit got real like there was an episode shit got real because one of the lasses had diarrhea and she wiped and she cleaned her ass in the drinking hole so yeah so people totally so the, the the people went nuts were saying how dare you like like well she was good, well we boiled the water anyway but she's like do you not <laughs> think it's like you should have went somewhere else to clean your asshole and she was like
3: the fish poop in there.
1: <laughs> We've been eating the fish. And he's like, Oh, wow.
2: watch the show on it's, it's, great. Great. it's
1: hilarious. Watch the oh. watch the XL ones, them are the better ones because it goes into more detail and you see how just nasty people can be when they're tired and hungry and uh they've been eating busy plants and see <laughs> if. oh yeah like I, I saw this
3: one where this guy had this proper like like rant against the woman like saying she was like awful and how he was like you know like the alpha bro thing mm-hmm. so she mm-hmm. went like because she was like fuck this guy I'm gonna leave him on his own then and, and then the next day he decides to like attack a bee's nest to try and get honey and he's just stung all over and he's like oh yeah and he had to
1: go home it was just that that's like up I've ever seen on television. There's one where uh, this <laughs> wifey went absolutely batshit crazy and threw all the like equipment that they were using into the water, and she was like, "Fuck you guys!" <laughs> and then you' are like, Wow. <laughs> but yes, there's that kind of petulant shit. Um, and to bring it down a little bit as well, I've watched the, the the Netflix TV show Painkiller about Oxy Cotton uh pandemic in america um it was basically a a dramatization with matthew broderick and a few like Mm. um crazy eyes from the origin black is absolutely brilliant in this as well but fuck it is depressing and hard to watch it is one of the scariest like because this shit actually happened and if you Mm -hmm. want to see what addiction can be of even prescribe prescription drugs it is a great thing to watch um it's only six episodes but after each episode it was one of the hardest things i've had i've watched in a while so yes i do
2: want well, to watch you seeing matthew broderick back and everyone forgets what he did well that's just uh, hollywood
1: anyway though so you, you, can, yeah, you can you could go through a, a, a
2: plan couple of people, of people, people like that it's so weird <laughs> it's just so forgotten about it's like pretty sure this guy killed a couple of people um but Oh, wow. He wasn't
3: in. He wasn't in um, America, though. I think that's how he gets away with it. <laughs> yeah,
0: he gets away with it because he did it in Ireland. Yeah. Um, so and
2: we the latest. um they brought back. It's not nerdy, unfortunately. Sorry, but uh, they brought back Sex in the City. Okay, you can, be, I you can to, be nerdy like, about, about that as well. Before.
1: You can be nerdy about Sex in the City. My wife would argue the case. There, <laughs>
2: yeah, it's been interesting. What first season was very bad, very rough. They were struggling with how to do a modern era version. Mm.
1: But a little
2: bit too much into we've got to be very on topic, and it's been very bad writing.
1: Yeah, because I've tried over. Really it I heard rumors like that... yeah, I heard the overworked that they went that there wasn't very much representation in the old shows, so they put too much representation in now so it
2: was kind of like but it was badly written characters it's like no one had the place they just didn't know how to write them the second Mm -hmm. season everyone's still there but they now are aware they can just write them as characters not as
4: Mm -hmm.
2: their gender identity or their race or anything like that it's like just normal characters with the same scenarios everybody else had um Mm -hmm. it's been quite good and i've Mm -hmm. bonded massively because for anyone who watched Sex and the City, Aiden came back this season, and it's the most lovely thing to see Aiden back on screen.
1: He <laughs> was my little
2: crook oh, okay. so...
1: But Kim will never return, though, so that's the thing.
2: <laughs> she um, did.
0: She cameoed is. in the final episode.
4: All she right. she
1: made
0: it. She made it
2: look like she could come back.
1: Oh, well, I didn't know um,
2: that. I would say it's open-ended a cameo. I don't think this is an introduction that she will be back for season three. I think this is just to get people to stop asking where she lies on this it was a clever done cameo i enjoyed it mm-hmm. um it's mm-hmm. not what i expected either it was nice it was refreshing mm-hmm. cool um
0: i have zero interest absolutely like <laughs> i love sex in the city but when i watched i watched the first episode and of the when they first started and i was broken mm-hmm. by that first episode watched the second oh, one and by the third one i was like no, this is this isn't. I can see where it's going. I don't like it, Um it's not written like it used to be. It's lost its sparkle. It can go and get in the bin.
2: On yeah, that news, season. <laughs> <laughs> the second season's worth trying because it does go back to its old style. There's a lot of good stuff that's been put in the second season. It's. I'll always agree that yes, the first season is terrible. It's a hard walk. Oh, and what the fuck are doing there? Um,
1: cool. So, Sammy. Do you want to do your disclaimer
2: yeah
0: and then i'm gonna to have to go and get two kittens out of a pen because they are literally ripping seven shades of shit out of each other Oh, well. so <laughs> everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone if you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode please come and join us in the comment section where we can have an open discussion what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong we can all agree to disagree in fandom so let's keep it fun keep it kind and keep the Toxic behavior <laughs> out of nerdism. I've done it again for fuck's sake. Three <laughs> no, it was in just, a row.
3: It was just like anticipation there. <laughs> you know
0: what it is? I, I did it perfectly on monsters the other night. And I said at the end, I don't know what it is, but every time I have to think about what I've got to say, I just have this mental block. Mm-hmm. And then I've done it again. But you got the message. Keep <laughs> the toxic behavior out of nerdism. Yes, right. I'm going
1: go these <laughs> the only thing to add I'm as going well, going you don't to have to. These... You don't have to just come to us on the Facebook page, You can come to us in the Discord group where we'll. You can argue with Beth about what serial is the best de- for HD as well. The Discord deviants, the creeps of the Discord.
0: I am going to let these kittens out before we get into this conversation because they're
1: doing me head in. Oh wow! Well. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. So this. I don't cat everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Jake's a well-behaved cat, so that's fine. <laughs> well, yes, so, so this week's episode, it's been one that we've touted about doing for quite a long time. Uh, we have mentioned in in passing the X-Men and more to do with the films and probably the cartoon, but we haven't really went into it in too much uh, detail. Mm-hmm. I know as soon as we did mention that we wanted to do an X-Men episode, there was a quite a large number of people who wanted to come on and talk about the X-Men, which surprised me as well um i didn't think the x-men were as big as they seem to be are because in relative when it comes to comics and stuff i know we've had lots of different iterations this is still a newish car comic in comic book terms if it makes sense because it did make its debut in september 1963 it does feel like it is uh an older comic Like, say, if you think about Batman and Superman and stuff like that, and or like even Spider-Man, you do feel like the X-Men has always been around them. But yeah. t- to me, 1963 in the 60s is still a relatively new comic in my eyes. 60 years old, because it's the same year my mum and dad were born. Mm. I'm, I'm not that bright to know math, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was co-created by, well, are we co-created by jack kirby and stanley um i don't oh, know yeah. I, was, was this another stanley performance where he said that's a good idea i'm going to steal it i do not know i'll start that rumor again because he did not create <laughs> spider-man i don't care what people say he did not create <laughs> Spider-Man. no 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 i think it's fairly
3: well known that he was just a bit of a like like the the, the salesman type of guy you know he would take yeah. the ideas and he would sell it and then he he was like yeah this is mine <laughs> So yeah be- i
0: have a lot i have a lot of respect for stanley in certain aspects of media and how he got out mm-hmm. you know the 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 media of it but when it comes to the creation he was very much a bob kane on the whole thing and was like no no it's all mine it's all mine <laughs> Fuck you fuck you
1: <laughs> i think when he got his all the days he realized the mis- mistakes he didn't start giving credits when yeah and um, it was getting out a lot of people weren't getting the credit but uh, just to say, like as you said, to a lot of budding artists out there, be careful what you sign over for or what information you give up. It's nice being a comic yeah. book artist. It's nice getting your art out there, but you don't want to lose what what is yours. And it's happened to so many different cartoon artists and mm. and cartoonists uh, in the yeah. past that it is quite sad and scary at times when you hear the stories.
0: The list is never ending. Like mm-hmm. absolutely never ending, especially in comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know Stanley had much to do with it because when it comes to X Men, the first person I think of is Chris Claremont. Mm-hmm. Yes, He's the, the first person. Yeah, there's Chris Claremont <laughs> role there. I, that's the first person I always think of. Mm-hmm. It was like the the birthing of. The
2: x-men hmm. you
0: can say i'm wrong but that's where my brain no, no. automatically goes at, to
4: at,
2: at, at he that... definitely he defined the, the greatest era of the x-men um really all your biggest fan-loved characters came from his writing and there was hmm. a point uh where he actually left and he, he would have kept up with every comic and characters like Rogue just Mm -hmm. sort of disappeared Mm -hmm. he stopped being a thing in the comics for a while because no one knew how to write other than him Mm -hmm. a lot of other characters got left behind as well once he left um huge shame
1: Sorry, I've just um, been distracted there for a little bit. Um, Jessica's background has become unblurred and there's like a, a headless corpse in the background.
2: I'm <laughs> so
1: sorry. <laughs> I, I was like, it
2: happening, like, oh, my God, my room.
1: No, it's fine. <laughs> the room's fine. It was oh, like, is it, Jessica hiding a dead body? It's fine. <laughs> this, this is what happens when you mess with Jessica if you get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's,
2: that's the mannequin just hanging out
4: in the corner. Um,
3: is there, is there a next man called mannequin?
1: Has to be, right?
2: <laughs> is that right. There's a head somewhere as well as a styrofoam head. Lucky that's not out as well.
1: It's morph. morph was probably the closest you could get with mannequin. Oh body. morph. Oh <laughs> morph. So, <laughs> when will I see you again? Yes. So it's going off starting points as well. Um I know we are Close to the same age. We've got two youngins and two uns, Shall we see Um, where was your starting point for the X Men? Like, what was your like opening to it? Was it the movies, the TV, or the cartoon, or was it the comics? Well, Jake, we'll start with you.
3: Yeah. Um, mine was a hundred percent the cartoons, but I can't remember if I maybe saw like the Spider Man episode where he like meets mm. them first, or if I just saw X Men because. I remember as a kid really, like, loving that one. Mm -hmm. It's part of the, like, giant, like, seven-part thing where he's, like, mutating. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, he becomes, like, the six-armed, like, the man-spider or whatever. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) i know that's danny devito (laughs) um but yeah like he goes to see them and Mm. like he's like i need help with my mutation he's like i don't want to like hurt the people i love and they're like hey pal it's not a mutation it's like like this isn't like a bad thing Mm. and he's just like oh great like (laughs) every time spider-man helps everyone then the one time i need help like and nobody like and he just swings away and they're like hmm maybe we should have <laughs> helped <Spider-Man. laughs> but it's like it's awesome though because you you get to see a little side of like like peter parker being like like i really need help and like the one time he like asks for it he doesn't get it mm-hmm. and i just like that just stuck with me how he like he has like a bad experience with the x-men um it's always interesting yeah, it's interest in all, all the mutation mm-hmm. like stuff I, I love all that angle on it i know it's like like it's got like massive history but mm. yeah that would have been the first time I saw that kind of thing
1: yeah and that probably for a lot of kids as well that was ever like was, I was I, I'm gonna say that we use the word sheltered as a kid like, especially growing up in the like the northeast and stuff you weren't ever mm. say shown too much of like um like like the wrongs in the world type thing but um like except x-men was probably a lot of kids like, especially the cartoon was a gateway into uh segregation and be, basically treating people who were different uh a different way and how they addressed it as well that was always like quite strong especially in the cartoons um mm-hmm. I, there was no way she could get around it but like i think they did it with the first ever episode of the cartoon um where basically jubilee is being get uh attacked by the sentinels and stuff and it's like the government is starting to like start the mutant act and like it's starting sowing the seeds but um yeah what about you sam what was your first experience into the x-men
0: mine mine was the cartoon definitely but i didn't it it didn't hit bells with us like it like it did with most people mm-hmm. i was i was more for the fantastic four cartoon mm-hmm. but hey um <laughs> <laughs> but no, we, we all we make,
1: make mistakes <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know i know and i've learned from them mistakes mm-hmm. but they, they didn't resonate with us at all like i wasn't and they, they should have in so many ways they should have mm-hmm. it wasn't until i met my husband the first conversation we ever had was about the x-men all right it was it we were walking to a shop at seven o'clock in the morning we've been like been out what all night you, what
1: were you doing oh i <laughs>
0: No, not even that <laughs> <laughs> i needed some water and um, but that, yeah we, walked, we were shopping our first conversation about the x-men and i realized that and then i was like
1: oh i'm gonna end up with you aren't I? you just one <laughs> big nerd <laughs> 16
0: <laughs> years later
1: <laughs> oh put what, put what um, on. Like, i'm gonna end up with you not like saying this is the man i'm gonna marry this is the man i'm gonna spend <laughs> the rest of my life with. oh i'm stuck <laughs> i'm stuck with you and
0: um, nobody it was and it was later on in life when I decided to start reading comics that mm-hmm. Old Man Logan was the first one that I ever read and
4: mm-hmm.
0: it doesn't it doesn't have a it has a backstory of the X-Men running through it it's not mm-hmm. but it's not solely but that was my kind of gateway mm-hmm. I'm still not quite there with the X-Men I still don't have mm-hmm. this huge love for it because I don't if I had it back when I was a kid then maybe it might have been different now yeah That makes
1: sense. Well, your girl Carol Danvers has a big role with a lot of the X Men as well. So, um, Miss Marvel, as Jessica's character. Uh, stole a lot of the power, shall we say it? <laughs> <laughs> think, yeah. and that, that's
3: interesting because like like of the cartoon it really just thrust you in the middle like paul you've already mentioned like sentinels and like mm. that yeah. that's like that's like deep in x-men like law like mm. you you don't go like straight to sentinels and like carol danvers like power taken because like mm. that was that was weird when the like the flipped back to the origin story and i'm like what rogue can't fly and like have super strength like i'm mm-hmm. like i'm not really sure because <laughs> they just like threw you in like yeah. right in the middle but that's always what i say when it
2: comes... um, it's weird with the rogue thing because there is a of thing of this um so it's all to do <laughs> the forever thing of marvel in their rights and who has rights to what so when you get something like the first x-men movie mm-hmm. And the biggest disappointment you get from the X-Men is we've never seen Rogue in full-blown Rogue. It's never happened yet. And it's yeah. all to do with because they've never had the rights to Carol Danvers to ever be able to do the story.
3: Yeah. Right. Okay.
2: We've always, we've always had a kind of lackluster or a more simplified Rogue until maybe 2025. Mm-hmm. All rights go back to Marvel. We might finally get rid of Brie Larson. Um, <laughs> and and <what> <laughs> Sorry, Shabby.
1: <laughs> no, she's hey, not I fan. said I
0: like Captain Marvel. I didn't say I like Brie
1: Larson. <laughs> 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 what about you, Jessica? What was your first foray into Mutant Kind?
2: Um, honestly, I think it will be the first movie I saw first, and then very quickly, um, my brother was like, there's a cartoon. You mm. there's a cartoon. Like, you've loved the film, right? Here's the cartoon. Sit down and watch this. And mm. then we've got they did a couple of video games um on the gamecube which is where you you got to play through the stories and you got to build your own x-men team with all the different characters and stuff and then mm. totally locked onto it from there and like then onwards it was kind of like these are my superheroes <laughs> <laughs> i am in, i'm invested this is yeah, this yeah
3: is where i want to be was that x-men legends were those called it
2: was i yeah. love
3: those games because i had
2: like
3: they had loads of like cool stuff where it had like character bios so you could read about them because it had a lot of characters in and you met a lot of villains like very quickly Mm -hmm. but like it had those little bios where you could like read about like oh so that's who that is oh that's the first comic they appeared in like i always loved when they did stuff like that like in Mm -hmm. the marvel games
2: it was really cool so i've got a gamekeeper again now, and i'm still so tempted to try and source those games again replay them. the graphics will be terrible i'll probably hate it but i think oh, that's the only. i think that's the only
3: way though because like people love those games but they can't remake them because of what mm. you were saying about like licensed stuff like they can't get because there was marvel ultimate alliance afterwards as well yes but it had yes. but it had x-men in so mm. now that that's choppy when they remade those i had to cut the x-men out and it's like no, that's just too much of a mess.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's funny that you talking about computer games because that was actually my first taste of the X-Men. Like I didn't see the cartoon initially. Um like the movies were way, way down the line before x Exam World. Uh yes. but it was basically it's gonna sound really weird, but Crowtree Leisure Centre in Sumnand had a little arcade room. Uh, next to the yeah, yeah. and and um, one of the games that was there was a four-player X-Men game that was a side scroller, a lot like the Simpsons or the turtles game that came out, but it was the X-Men, mm-hmm. and it was pretty much just X-Men Streets of Rage style, where you would yeah. go through. and I was obsessed with this game. um For some reason, my favorite character to play the game was Cyclops, which. Again, okay. there's this interesting choice because he had the blasters and you could do like the long range hits and stuff like that. That way I like
3: Colossus because he used to do that thing where he'd be like bra and then everything would explode, <laughs> which has got nothing to do Dude with that battle skip.
1: But yeah, um so I would like say to me, mom and Dad, Oh, I want to go at the ice ring, or oh, want to go swimming, like on the weekend, so they would give us extra pocket money. And I would go at the ledger centre pay in, because you could like you couldn't just walk into the ledger centre, you had a pay entry. Which is mm. bullshit, uh, capitalism <laughs> you dicks. Um, but uh, yes. Yeah, so and instead of paying to go uh, ice skating and paying to go like the swimming baths, I used to go downstairs and and put all my money. It was the times where it was like twenty five pence or twenty pence a go. None of this one pound oh or, or one pound fifty a So I used to play like uh f- to try and complete. it. And like for some reason, well, not it, it was always on extra hard levels because they want to take more of your money you don't want you to just to complete the games but yeah uh i just start falling in love with these characters and as jess said when i found out there was a cartoon like yeah i was obsessed with watching the cartoon um uh, and as i was getting older enjoying the cartoon for other reasons uh because <laughs> it was probably the most graphic drawn cartoon like like out there that like all the women had the curves in the right places and like different shapes that you weren't getting in like say in other cartoons, shall we say? Um Yeah. So were the
4: men. And, <laughs> it's it's so were the men. Oh, that,
1: there were some the bulges.
0: <laughs> yeah, gambit for fucking sure. I, I, I yeah. you know, that's why I probably like the Cajun accent for us because oh. of him.
3: How come How gambit? How come Gambit's, like, uh, headwear's never caught on? Like, how come we we're not wearing tubes with our hair at the top? Or oh, gloves exactly.
1: with just two fingers.
3: <laughs> That's Mont- so we can touch the cards. That's, like, practical. <laughs> More sure. to make things blow up.
1: More sure. um,
3: it's interesting you, you're saying about that game, Paul, because, like, one thing it's, like, infamous for is terrible, like, voice acting because I think it was, like, made, like, in Japan. Mm-hmm. So like the voice acting is just totally nonsensical like mm-hmm. um, like like Magneto when he comes out at the end just goes like welcome <laughs> to die and then like starts fighting you. And like that's became such a famous line because it's so silly that like I heard it referenced on like a metal album like last mm-hmm. like a few months ago still to this day. Um, and I think that one was based off a cancelled cartoon, oh, which right. is, like, this is some deep, deep X-Men lore. That there was a cartoon called Pride of the X-Men, where mm-hmm. there's, like, one pilot episode you can watch. Right. But it's, like, totally different. Um, Wolverine's Australian, I think. Right. Uh, voice actor-wise. And it's brown and tan Wolverine as well. So it's got, it's, like, it's that team from the game, though, like, Nightcrawler, mm-hmm. Colossus, Um i remember storm i think was in there and cyclops like yeah, you said because
1: wolverine, eh? wolverine had the yeah. orange and brown outfit rather yeah. than the black and yellow so it was kind of mm-hmm.
3: like they were kind of trying to get something off the ground and start the marketing for that but I, I don't know what happened it fell through but i think you can watch it it's got a, a crappy theme song with <laughs> singing in it as well
1: <laughs> talking about the cartoon as well like see it, it basically does take the best story arcs from the comics and just puts them into the show and fits them in nicely but as as you said the voice acting is hilarious at times like when you get introduced to storm she when she turns it like interesting she goes i am storm goddess of of wind and power it's like and and rogue's like taking it down a notch to you and like it's it's it's, it's hilarious like the levels they go to like some of the characters they kneel on gambit is perfect rogue like southern bell Wolverine's hilarious in it. Um, But I wanted to ask as well, because everyone's got a favourite character. Like probably has changed when they've got younger, because when we first get introduced to X-Men, for some reason, everyone always gravitates towards Wolverine, because he's a grumpy, Mm -hmm. gnarly guy. But uh, as you get older and you start enjoying, like, say, the characters a little bit more, I was wondering, which character is your favourite? So we'll go with Jessica first, see if it's different to the one that she's dressed up as. (laughs) (laughs)
2: i don't have one i was thinking about this mm-hmm. so forgive me i have a top five oh wow! i'll keep it on brand then so it's fine <laughs> um obviously there's wrong and gambit mm-hmm. it's just it always will be it's that romance and everything that they are together is just incredible um mm-hmm. emma frost oh frost
1: interesting being like,
2: just the, Absolute sort of badass that she is, like walks in in the most fabulous of outfits, knows she can take anybody's man, <laughs> you know she's way tougher than everyone, <laughs> nobody can do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Sinister, right? A Mr. very sinister, a boy. very underused yeah. bad
1: guy. I didn't really oh, understand what his deal was in the cartoon. <laughs> No, the cartoon um, the cartoon done him badly to be fair in the comics he's so much but worse okay
2: some of his storylines are Oof. um I mean his sort of backline essentially he's he's kind of Victor Frankenstein mm-hmm. he's experimenting experiments on his own child mm-hmm. um has he discovered genetics and stuff and he could change his his child is meant to have died of some kind of birth defects, so he starts to experiment on the child to see if he could fix it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And then more and more, anything can get his hands on. Um, there's even an awful line with him where he ends up in World War II. All right. And he's not on the good side.
3: Um, <laughs> this what? Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> in the camps,
2: to experiment on them looking for mutants within the camps.
3: Um, uh, so links back to the <laughs> Magneto
2: stuff. Um, Really well done, villain. He's one I, I want to see come to screen.
1: um It'd be very hard to do it because you can't like. There's no way you could sympath- do a sympathetic sinister. So going to no, be awful. Yeah, because Marvel um, like to do the sympathetic bad guys where you feel kind of sorry for them, and they would do don't
3: they? Like, what's wrong with a good old fashioned like irredeemable
1: mm. guy? <laughs> They have tried to do no, Sinister a few times yeah. in the films, but they always bottle it for some reason. Like there was rumors that Richard E. Grant was going to be playing Sinister, even though like he was named the character before yeah. he does experiments and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they like did, the,
2: didn't they? Like the apocalypse movie, and he's not there, and you're like, hang on, this is the guy that is the one essentially helping to create the horseman. Mm-hmm. Like Hockers picks them, he makes them.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Where was he? Where was he? that wasn't apocalypse i don't know what it was but it wasn't um no what, how can you get oscar isaac and do that to him how can anyone do that to oscar isaac the like, most amazing actor and you put him in the worst makeup and give him the weirdest voice
1: ever fox made a lot of choices i think there was a lot of rushed things and things that they wanted to get through um but yeah and um, so that's number three or four is it
2: that's four. Um, for me, five Saber Tooth. Uh, <laughs> massively visualised but a really interesting character, um, really interesting when you get a lot of his stuff as it goes through. Really mm. quite misunderstood that he is actually just as lovely, just no one ever actually bothers to to give him a good stroke um...
3: (laughs) which um which like look do you like for timber because like i kind of like the cartoon one where he's like a weird like yellow panther man Mm -hmm. like with his his big like i like the
2: classic i like it in the first movie and i'm not going to deny massive crushing him in the first movie
4: (laughs) even though he doesn't say anything
2: No, and I'm just kinda of like I, I I wouldn't even be remotely bothered by the situation. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit harder. Yeah. I um, but no, yeah, classic saber tooth. not Lee Screaver and his weird yeah.
3: old nails. Man, yeah. Oh god, no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, they went hard on like in the in like in that Origins movie, they were just like running at each other for like half of it, like just going, ah. <laughs> oh, my god.
1: What about you, Sammy? I think
2: Deadpool did it right by <laughs> eradicating that
1: movie. Well, uh, it's still there; it's still in the the universe. We'll be seeing a few characters from the thing in the Deadpool movie if the rumors are, are true. Um. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, Sammy? What is your favorite X Men?
0: Oh, growing up, watching the cartoon definitely had to be Rogue. Mm-hmm. That Southern accent just won me over in a heartbeat. But getting older and getting a bit more into and learning a bit more about the X Men, I have two: uh, Jean Grey mm. and Cyclops, Scott Summers. Um, I just there is so much to them characters that the movies just never managed to get.
4: Mm. They never mm. managed
0: to put them forward, like put put that part forward. Um, I watch a. I watched. Sorry, don't watch her anymore. But I watched a um YouTuber called Comic Book Girl Nineteen, and she is a huge X Men fan. She actually did a TED Talk based on the X Men and what they actually meant to her. Um, it's such a great TED Talk. Um, but she also did a series mm-hmm. on the X Men. Um, it was Epic History of X Men Volume One, Two, and Three, and she did nearly an hour and something on why Scott Summers is the most. <laughs> We put down character in movie
1: history. Well, he is um, just—he is just Captain America light, though. That's the thing. He is a Boy Scout, so.
0: That's probably why I love him. <laughs> that's probably why I kind of gravitated towards it. I've—I don't know why. I've got something about that kind of like good guy, oh shucks, kind of thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I have got a big, strong feelings towards Jean Grey and uh, and especially probably more Scott Summers than anything else. No,
1: interesting. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jake? like hearing
3: everyone talk I'm like yeah it it is really hard to narrow down to one I feel like everyone's got at least two that they're like oh this but um so like mine mine comes down to like not so much story or like impactfulness but more like which power would I want to have if that makes Mm -hmm. sense (laughs)
4: because
3: like because like yeah as soon as i saw Colossus, i was like oh what this guy can tell metal and he gets bigger like that's awesome and juggernaut as well who i've always had a (laughs) soft spot for especially when he's drawn like massive you know like Mm. inhumanly like chunky and like a little squat just like brick of a man um i just love that kind of like invulnerable like I mean that would be the best power wouldn't it like just, <laughs> if you just got you got gifted with
1: invulnerability you be like ah I'm safe forever it's obviously <laughs> uh, cuz that's what I think I always got annoyed about in the movies when they did portray drugonaut well I know they have done yeah. they like, right in the Deadpool one but it's it's, it's it's not because he was a mutant it's because it was bestowed by magic crystal um but, that, yeah they, they changed a bit of that didn't they Yeah, uh, at some point so you got given him he got given his power um by a magic crystal and it was Charles X Xavier's stepbrother in the comics that's, as well. Yeah, that's
3: that's something they've only I've only remembered them touching on in the
1: mm-hmm.
3: oh the X Men. Oh sorry, what's that cartoon called where they're like in the school? Oh evolution was it?
4: Evolution.
3: Yeah. It, he was they had that juggernaut thing and the charles thing in that where it's like oh he, charles is the only one who can stop him but you've got to get his helmet off because that's designed yeah. to block his like psychic powers
4: mm-hmm.
1: like so that that stuff's
3: awesome but i've never messed with that in the movies <laughs> I,
1: think it's, I think it's a hard story to tell just in a, like in an hour well 90 minute movie uh, that's yeah, why it works true. well, like in a series or on a TV show. But Evolution was a decent cartoon. It, it it didn't Alan, stay didn't. around for too long, but like the way they portrayed the characters, um, I know it was a bit teeny boppy at times, but I still th- I think it, it held up well. well uh, yeah, it was custom made, so I think people got a bit. Annoyed because they made a couple of new
3: characters, or maybe just one that Spike Kid or whatever. i yeah. <laughs> put, put him front and center. He probably was a character because you know, they've done everything. Um, but no, I liked it because it, it had like a slow burn where it took the ages to bring like Magneto in properly, and then they started like drip feeding you like the proper storyline stuff with the Maximoffs and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I liked it. I was probably the perfect age for it as well, so that helped. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It's a bit too old, um, because say when i was younger my favorites changed like say, from i think i went from loving wolverine just because i think everyone had to go through a wolverine obsession phase yeah Um, a gambit because he, he is basically i know it's, i'm gonna get a lot of shit for this but he is wolverine light he is basically just the same <laughs> character just done in a different way yeah and um, well,
3: he's like but he's like pretty he's, like, he's a wolverine. pretty wolverine yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: um like say the, the like lovable scoundrel type thing but probably now, because um, I got more into the comics when I got older than rather than uh, like I said the movies and stuff. But the most interesting character I found in the comics was uh Iceman, Bobby Drake. Um, oh, kinda, oh, that's my favourite. He's just so com complex, like complex, and it's not what you think. He's he's basically the X Men's version of the Human Torch. I know, like the complete opposites, where he's a lovable character and. He just wants to do the best but he keeps fucking up on everything he does and mm-hmm. it, it just gets to the point where he leaves x-men he keeps he comes back he's not like a mainstay in the x-men ones but he, he if you ever want to read a character and just like feel normal and feel enjoyment and feel what i'd like to be a guy that has these powers um iceman Bobby Drake is a good one to try and like thing and i would always say look up and see uh, any of his uh any arcs or any like storylines that he's in it's always quite interesting it's always quite impactful as well so yes mm, yeah. so as i older and mature i went with the the guy that basically I, I probably do um i gravitate towards now a bit more i say is bobby so yes that's yeah. cool I, you,
3: I rarely hear anyone talk about like ice man because like what he was one of the originals technically wasn't yeah, he yeah um he was? I've
1: got the list of the original ones here cyclops marvel girl so I, I believe was marvel girl jane grey yeah yeah um beast angel angel always gets a lot of love these days as well uh ice man do like angel yeah, yeah. ice man um and they, they're going against the arch enemies magneto the brotherhood of the mutants uh, brotherhood of evil mutants don't know why i put evil in because but um <laughs> Just to
0: reiterate the evil part. Yes. <laughs> Between... <laughs> I am going to, while I've got a chance, I'm going to try and make this room a bit lighter because do my tits in how dark I am getting. I'm so, so I sorry. I just
1: thought you were just <laughs> going, going to come out and be wearing Mystique uh and stuff just painting herself blue and wearing get full naked and stuff because she's not wearing pants guys let's be honest um exploring the room today (laughs) yes and the bad guys in that was mastermind i I don't really know mastermind i'll be honest uh quicksilver scarlet witch and toad so Uh, i've always like i've always liked toad (laughs) he's such a weird guy I loved Rhea Park's uh, version of him in the, in the movies, but that's one thing I want to talk about as well, is yeah. the movie ah! versions that we got. Uh, how did you feel about the movies when they came out? I know we've touched on the later ones being choices, um, but mm-hmm. the in between a lot of them, there has been some bona fide hits, I would say, and probably wouldn't have... The, like i know everyone says blade saved um uh, like the marvel and saved the movies that we got if we didn't have blade but x-men were a bigger part in in my belief to we us having the marvel universe now because if we didn't have the success with the, the x-men movies we would not even have anything like we've got these days with the marvel universe
0: Nah, I totally agree with that. I think the first x-Men movie not putting the second two the the second one or the the second one is actually my husband's favorite mm-hmm. but not putting them into the category but the first X-Men movie I remember when that hit that was fucking huge
4: mm. that
0: mm-hmm. was the first time like our generation was like, holy shit, this is actually happening and if it, that didn't work out i if that if that didn't spark the interest, I don't think we would have had Iron Man
1: no oh, definitely. Do you know there was actually people kicking off on the like I, I don't know if it was the internet or message boards around the casting of Wolverine? They didn't want Hugh yes. Jackson. You know who they wanted? I remember that. Like, this is not a joke. This is who they actually wanted. Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> i
4: <I'm> Wolverine.
1: <laughs> Come
2: there get me. <laughs> thing, so the, the whole creating an X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. This started in the eighties. They were mm-hmm. trying to do this. Yeah, yeah James yeah, Cameron really. would have actually got it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Originally, it was given to James Cameron, and I cannot remember who the female writer was. Um, and it would have been Bob Hoskins. It would have been Wolverine.
1: That's uh, um, I that might be mixed up then. Yeah, that that sorry, because I, 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 I always th- like Even the just, idea of having Danny DeVito, but I think because there was two people, people that was talked me. into at the deers. Yeah, I think you're right, Bob. H- I, I, well, no, you you are right. Sorry, Bob Hoskins and clint Eastwood
2: he was the, yeah he was the prime choice for it and it all fell apart the i think the studio at the time um collapsed so then it went back on hiatus they were back at it in the 90s mm-hmm. batman and robin is why we didn't actually get one in the 90s because of how bad that movie <laughs> failed marvel <laughs> just kind of went yeah not the time guys not the time mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going downhill back mm-hmm. up. um obviously in the 80s i get it why they were pitching it because you had the success of the first batman film mm-hmm. yeah of course Marvel gonna go it's time it's time right when you really get something out um uh, i
1: think back then because marvel didn't have a good track record especially like in the 80s you had the punisher with Dolph london you had the captain mm-hmm. american film that came out in 1994 the fantastic oh, yeah. f- the fantastic four movie that was just made to keep the rights that was never officially reached you can actually download it online yeah it's Terrible,
2: oh. like to do that, don't <laughs> they? <Yeah. laughs> um, <laughs> it's Weird thing. So, they got to obviously the time of making the first one that we know now. Mm-hmm. um The amount of writer's hands that it went through is mm-hmm. insane. Technically, the first movie is a Frankenstein movie, it's mm-hmm. about eight different screenplays that basically every time one person left. Mm-hmm. The next person came in wrote a bit more on that person's screenplay i went, like let's adjust this
4: mm-hmm.
2: we'll keep this bit and it kept happening and happening and happening um so there's no real like main credits to who wrote the first x-men film because it's an amalgamation of all uh brian Stingel, take
1: to um, take credit <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe really yeah, like, Through, um, and Hugh Jackman being the last person cast. Yeah. Um, he would until oh, the end. till the
1: end to do Wolverine. No, <laughs> <sad. Yeah>. uh, <laughs> they've already the, the said in the chat he was cast. Uh, him out of uh, was it Dougie Scott? Not Dougie Scott, uh, Doug Doug Scott. Doug Ray Scott. Scott. Yeah, yeah. He, he was cast as Wolverine first, but when they did the test screen and he just didn't didn't get say they didn't feel it. Um,
0: I, I, I actually, I, I, that's just brought back a memory, I knew that, so when I was in college, my, <laughs> we had a substitute teacher, I did drama in college, with, uh, for me, A-levels, and we had a substitute teacher come in, because Helen was ill, and he used to brag about his friend, Doug Ray Scott, <laughs> like, <laughs> all the time, like, he used to drop in, oh yes, I know, and we called him out, and we were like, okay, if he's your friend, get him here. Like, let's have a conversation. Fucking called him. Um, and he came down. <laughs> <laughs> he came to Shiny Row College for like a minute and then left.
1: <laughs> Do any, you Rose. use that contact to get him on the podcast? Oh, yeah. Shiny Rose
3: had some stars, man. When we were there, they had the Steely Dan guitarist show up to show people how to play guitar. And we were like, who's Steely Dan? <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> all, all the
1: lecturers were excited though. To be fair though, <laughs> most people I went to college with ended up being nonsense, so we'll not go into that. Uh, but yeah.
0: I went to <laughs> <in> college <laughs> with you, you did.
1: <laughs> yes, and most of the people we went to college with ended up being nonsense. That's why we <laughs> had to <laughs> burn it down. yes <laughs> But yeah, um no, it's two
2: first either of the X-Men films. You won, two, and three, like mm. the first with um what I find odd is, it's the castings, it's hit and miss, they mm. have some of the greatest castings and then some of the absolute worst castings and it's so weird the dynamic between it, it's like how can you get so much so right and then what were you doing over here?
0: Yeah, I, do, I, I never liked the casting of Scott Summers at all, um, I thought it was, I just didn't like it. Do you know who I would have seen him playing is Bobby Drake? Mm. Mm. I think that's, that's how I
1: I've, never, I've never had any issues with the casting for the X-Men. The only thing that I think back then, they didn't know how to tell a multi-team story. And yeah. I think that's like the, the the frameworks, what happened in the X-Men movies is what Marvel used and moved away from to get like the Avengers to work. So it's kind of like yeah. this, this, this what failed in these, because it got such big names. And like, as you said, Storm as Halle Berry, who was, coming off huge at the time and she's yeah. playing a bit part role and you've got as you said james Marsden playing cyclops and cyclops in the comics is a huge character and mm-hmm. he goes from the love interest to the jealous boyfriend to like say these blasters that, that that's just <laughs> terrible it just they wanted so much and the it, I, I I do blame the fans in a way for a lot of it as well because the fans yeah. are saying you, we need to have this person in we need to have that person when we didn't
0: no it, we just it, needed a basic x-men story mm-hmm. like really like blueprinty basic to set a to set a franchise basically and they got and that they- <laughs>
1: and they got that right in the two films they done later um yes. there's of future they past think. and yep. um first class when yep. they got well, the storyline wide used the certain characters well didn't overload yep. it and um, because let's be honest the other x-men films become wolverine and others rather yep. than having like say like as a team it was like we've got to get Wolverine as the main focal point because no one will come and watch these movies if we haven't got Wolverine in. And I know, I touched that. which
2: is... it did happen. It's it's weird because technically when we did the first one, Anna Paquin was the most successful actress to actually be in the movie. Mm-hmm. Was an Academy Award winner. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, she was, Hugh Jackman was a small name at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and as it moved on, um, there's no reason why Anna Paquin just. Slowly drifts out of the films. Mm-hmm. Like it does. then forget that Rogue was a thing, and they're
1: like, I think "Oh that, yeah." I think that was more fallen out with cool. brian Singer, wasn't <laughs> it? I think she had a out yeah. with Brian Singer. Yeah, <laughs> huge falling out with the production company. Yeah. Yes.
3: So is that is that why they wrote our character to be like, "I want to be cured and to take the mutant cure in the third
1: one, basically"? Because they're like, Very "We're going to get out. you out." But no, because no, that, like, that's, that is Rogue's picture. story in art uh, in the comics. That, like in the comics, yeah. that's where Rogue things, but. The difference in the comics, she doesn't take the cure, and I think in the yeah. movies that she did, and that was like yeah. Certain...
3: But then the re- then the sort of like oh, but it actually doesn't work because Magneto moved his chess piece at the end. <laughs> like, like you can't uh, stop being a mutant. What ends up
2: happening is the screen, like the writing of the first movie. Rogue worked really well to be the main character because technically yeah. he's the viewer point character. We mm-hmm. see the mansion through her perspective. We meet everyone through her because she's the mm-hmm. the new one stepping in. You come to the second and third film, there's no need for Rogue anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't turn can't just Marvel. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. So
2: mm-hmm. she drifts out. Um Hugh Jackman takes the lead instead. The, yeah fans went wild it's mm. why they keep bringing him back god the guy will be like 18 he'll still be like <laughs> he's back again <laughs> right, time <laughs> for old man
3: logan yeah um but like one thing we do need to mention otherwise good will kill us all is um patrick stewart <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <Professor> <laughs> oh <laughs> yes yeah. so, good good old Captain is, picard uh, go yeah again. that's 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 like top class casting <laughs> yeah mm-hmm i can't McKellen
2: really see and, it and as anyone else <laughs> but to, it's, it's a brilliant way of putting two people together i think him and ian mckellen because they obviously have had this long-standing friendship um mm. you know, the greatest of friends and setting them up as you know, what the characters are long-standing friends on two sides of
4: mm-hmm. an
2: argument and it's weird because when you watch the new ones you don't get the same feeling from Fastbender and macavoy because they're not mm they're trying but it's not the same know you're gonna get from these two actors who actually know each other and (laughs) know exactly how to have these really amazing ripping conversations
0: i see it slightly bit differently i see two actors who the mckellen and patrick stewart have gone through the same career They started the stage actors first and then went into movies. And I think that kind of like brings a bond together. And I think you get the same with McAvoy and Fastbender because of the way that they came up in movies together. So I still think there is something quite special Hmm. between them them two characters. I think they got, they got definitely got Patrick Stewart. Like, if you're going to say Charles Xavier, who's going to come into your head?
1: Yeah. Always going to be Patrick Stewart. Of course, it's going to be Vin Diesel. <laughs> it's, um,
2: all it's, it's all about all family. All
1: about family. To be fair, Jason Statham could do it like an, an angrier, gruffer version. Oh, but, uh... Please
0: don't. <laughs> the only way I would have Jason Statham if he played it like he does in Spy. To be fair like, though, that's...
1: let's let's, let's cause some shit here though. Jason Statham as Gambit, would just would that thing? put like just doing someone a double with a different voice. <laughs> if
0: it's so ironic, then yeah. <laughs> um...
1: Oh, no.
4: yeah,
2: it's weird, it's so.
4: Um... He needs hair.
1: He <laughs> needs his hair
4: tube.
2: <laughs> I have my point of contentions about the new films because there's it's a very strange thing that they did, right? I, I don't I never got it. I never really got why some things were necessary what they were doing.
4: Hmm.
2: You think very old and sexualized in the new films. You watch the first one straight away <laughs> Laura McTaggart is walking around in her underwear
1: emma mm. frost walks in, in her underwear to be fair though the, have you seen the x-men comics everyone's in fucking underwear in the comics yeah. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> yeah. fucking someone like like to be honest Watch the original
2: three being mm. great literally the only time you have a moment where they've got it being a little more sexy she's actually in a vest top that's it
4: mm.
2: vest top rather than the turtleneck he yeah. is still absolutely the hottest thing in that film is jean gray walking mm. around with the whole the glasses the pinned up hair and let it down mm-hmm. and put the suit on nobody's that? given us well we better make sure we can see a bit of flesh it's like no because they were all sexy as they were in full clothing and this was more naturally sexy than but just hey
1: guys, uh, just, just have a little bit of an argument there as well because I, I, like I say we, we we did come on to the uh like I say in a previous episode where you let us know that like I say you, you like your like leather and and vinyl and what 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 <laughs> and, and, and what what has the X Men one got a lot of? Uh, the characters all of them wear very tight leather and vinyl outfits as well. So maybe maybe that might be like like saying like you're saying over sexualizing, but I, I want to throw that back in your face a little bit there. <laughs> it, it wasn't like Batman and Robin where you see
3: like them pulling the pants up and shows the butt, but. Uh... Oh. Yeah, it was like like Hugh Jackman crammed into that leather suit, like like mm-hmm. they were they were making him sexy. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, um you know, it's
2: mystique as well. Mm.
3: Um oh yeah, that's just nudity no. <laughs> basically in the yeah. movies.
2: <laughs> like Rebecca romaine plays it perfectly. Mm. It's the mannerisms and everything, that darkness she has. I mean the second film she has one of the greatest lines. Mm-hmm. But he's talking crawl and it's like oh you can mimic even the voice. It's like even voice. it's so and you can look like anyone. So why? Why would you not say like, we shouldn't have to? We shouldn't have to. And then you've got lady Jennifer Lawrence with
1: What what do you mean, the, mean the, the original Lawrence. action star? The, the the female action hero power <laughs> and, uh, no, and yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> um,
2: oh yes. First of
0: a kind, remember that. <laughs> but
2: it's it's and it's heartbreaking in a sense, because it butcherising is this character where it's, you know, as the films go on for her, she whinged, didn't want the makeup on. So we see our less and less as yeah. Mystique. It's like, well, this is Mystique. This is the mm-hmm. one that is so proud of who she is. All mm-hmm. he is. only changes if it's necessary.
1: Yeah, I always feel sorry for, like, like, um, like, certain characters in the X-Men universe when it comes to the movies, because they don't know quite, like, they know how to start out, but they don't know how to quite give them like the send-off like as you said uh in x-men 3 mystique gets given the cue and should like you see a th- thing that wasn't really a fitting ending for such a like an amazing character if they're going to mm-hmm. do that i'd rather Ooh. the kill off the character and like give her a send-off like that i would love to have seen uh the white dress that was probably one of my like things i think was missing from the movies seeing mystique in that like white dress and um, with the skull mm-hmm. belt yes yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it's a difficult one because there's so many things that they got right and they got things interesting and got people talking about x-men movies um Mm -hmm. but as a whole i i know like the whole sexual and like the characters and stuff i think they've been doing that since probably day one um i know with the outfits in the original ones i was always a little bit gutted they didn't go comic booky but i understand why they didn't it made sense that was a human... beast
3: to have his feet out more. Yeah, but, well, <laughs> Celtic grammar was a good, good choice. His, his human feet, because he did, he didn't have any blue fur when
1: they started out. <laughs> to be fair, he was just like a weird monkey man. But were, like, said so that's not because again, I'm gonna go ultra nerd now because like when it comes to the movies, I got annoyed at certain points because they loved having little cameos in their movies so mm-hmm. hank mccoy was a cameo in x-men one as a tv oh, personality on yeah. tv but he was just a normal person i was like oh how dare they not show hank mccoy in the full beast outfit and we got him back as the ones, but they didn't explain like well they tried to but it didn't really work um it's the continuity wasn't there in these movies like subtle changes or things happened. they never followed them through Um yeah. there was always things that were quite missing um i'm with y- your husband sorry sammy well t- my favorite x-men If you can class it as an x-men movie is logan it is pure perfection yeah, on the screen totally agree um but if you're gonna if you can take logan out and say it's it's a wolverine movie it's not an, an x-men movie x-men 2 x2 is by far the best X Men movie that we have given. Even though the comic wise, Days of Future Past is my favorite story in the comics, and I thought how complex and hard the story they did. They did a good job, mm-hmm. but again, why did they use Wolverine when they should have used Kitty Pride? That yeah. like if have some balls. You want to tell the story, tell the story right. You just want to get Wolverine into the story, but again, yeah, um,
0: totally agree with you. Totally agree. <laughs>
1: but yeah again more characters that's been short shafted by uh like say the the movies like kitty pride like i know we got uh i mean am i like to call it at at the time it was ellen page but now it's elliot yeah Yeah. Yeah. but but,
0: Mm. then they had established character they had established actor Mm -hmm. playing kitty pride that they could have gone all the way with days of future past but they're Mm. fucking bottled it mm-hmm. it wasn't like she wasn't a name like juno was fucking huge mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. could have really done it and was gutted that they never went down the kitty pride yeah like anth really should be here at night <laughs> he's a huge x-men fan
2: but now <laughs> i can mm-hmm. forgive days reach for each pass of the new ones there's mm-hmm. some nice some good moments in there there is a change up to the did uh with trask
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I actually enjoyed the Peter Dinklage because yeah. yeah, it sets the story a little bit better of this guy that he's already looked at as different to everyone else, but then has this hatred for anyone who is different. It's just such a complex story of like how he comes about compared to the original version where he was just kind of he's just the bad guy. <laughs> um, yeah. The English version was quite I quite liked it. It was mm-hmm. a clever choice to do that little change up there
1: yeah and i know uh in the later movies uh unfortunately with the fox disney merger going ahead uh marvel stuck the hand in and said you can't use this character you can't do this because uh, uh in the dark phoenix story we were meant to get uh scrolls that was going to be the storyline okay. and because captain marvel was coming out and they wanted to use scrolls they said we're buying you you can't use it so oh, uh,
0: Marvel got their big boy pants on, did they? <laughs> yeah,
1: so basically that's why a lot of the stuff was fucked up and they couldn't use a lot of the characters because it said, well, were you going to use these characters later? And I think that... Because deals like that don't just happen overnight. It takes years and years like, for the planet. Yeah. So I think that's what affected Apocalypse as well because, again, that screams with... like, Because that needed certain characters needed certain things put in. But the only one movie I think that Marvel kind of didn't have the fingers in or left them alone um, was Bitty Logan. Um, yeah. I know you can go down the Deadpool route and the shitstorm that threw out because Deadpool Dad use, used a Marvel character in the uh, the Deadpool without getting Marvel's permission. The, that king, uh, and it's such an an inapt character as well. It was Hydra Jaw, Hydra Bob. They used it was basically oh, that's when fucking yeah, clever. Yeah. <laughs> when basically um he meets like some of the assassins like in, at the end and he goes, Hi Bob, but that's Hydra Bob. Who was like one of Deadpool's like m- like thing that's used like a Hydra reference. Um <sighs> Marvel kicked the fuck off over that as well. They weren't happy. There is one that
2: so Marvel getting involved with what yeah like what they could do. Um, Apocalypse <laughs> is one. The original design of Apocalypse looked too close to Thanos, which is why we get really bad Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we were told to change it; that we could not have two characters coming out that looked so similar. Mm. Um, Quicksilver cracks me up. Mm. Of Marvel being on the whole thing, was like, "Well, we're using him too."
1: Yeah.
2: So we've to be really different here. You can only have him. You can't have Wanda. You can't have the rest. Mm-hmm. You can have Quicksilver.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. that stuff was so messy wasn't it it okay. was like as a fan it was just awful to like experience like because you just want to like so like pull not, this in but
2: it's so wrong where yeah. they, they did theirs Our taylor johnson is great
3: mm-hmm.
2: completely miscast, completely unused and evan peters pulls out the most amazing quicksilver has some of the greatest like his where they do his speed running is amazing yeah um,
3: that scene is amazing one yeah. yeah.
2: division where they actually finally put their own joke in of kind of like okay we'll give it a Fox. they got it right <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. But, you won that one yeah but I even agree.
3: even then <laughs> though like even the one division reference was just like like what are you doing <laughs> like just just so give I us don't it, like...
2: it ends, that it's not actually officially yeah. him we don't even know who that was supposed to be but i appreciated yeah. the acknowledgement of Okay, fuck. Yeah, but back. it
3: just feels like either give us it or
1: don't. Like, but they like to dance around things like so much; it's but, weird. But that you was the stuff. But that was the whole thing. They I were allowed Pistol? to use the names and the powers. They were like, you don't call a Pedro and Wanda, but they weren't allowed to call them Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch till no. later on. Um, and again, I know we don't normally talk about like, well, we do talk about like future things, but like the stuff that's coming out for Deadpool three. And the the things that's leaking out about that movie probably is down to the strike. I am so there for this movie if if yeah. if it is basically what the what they are planning because it's basically the they can't do Deadpool kills the Marvel universe because it's too vast now it's too big, but yeah. Deadpool kills the Fox Universe, universe. that mm-hmm. to me works on so many levels, and the fact that we are getting. Um Wanda's supposed to be making a return. She's gonna be having a fight off against uh Frankie and Jansen's uh Dark Phoenix. So then that's gonna be like a big baddie fight. Um we're getting Nick Cage's Ghost Rider apparently returning in this movie. Oh um, amazing. Um, <laughs> Don't
2: him. So I, I'll leave it now. Um but no, it's, it's gonna be interesting. Um I'm, hopeful. There seems like it's a lot going to be crammed into Deadpool. I do wonder, are they slipping away from it even being a Deadpool movie in the end? Is it going to be more next excellent
4: It's
1: movie? another Wolverine movie. <laughs> I do think it's <laughs> going to be a soft gateway into Secret Wars. I think this mm-hmm. is the movie that is going to be, because there's going to be two movies that's going to be leading into Secret Wars. That's a big one. This and Doc Strange 3. Because Doc yes. Strange 3 is basically, he fucks up the multiverse beyond repair. Yeah. <laughs> and Secret Wars is going to be the soft reset. So the rumors that we're getting I know I'm going off tangent just that I am getting excited by this premise. Is the first time we're going to see Tom Holland in the black suit. That's oh, supposed to be going to be, be Secret amazing. Wars. Um another one that made me laugh that if it is going to happen, it'll be either terrible or amazing. Um uh, the guy from nip took that was dr doom he's gonna oh, be yeah. he's gonna be in deadpool 3 <gasps> oh wow <laughs> i like his doom so mm-hmm. how
2: would i wouldn't be, to
1: be mad doom. at that yeah so that mm-hmm. essence is i don't know how much like it could be just like like you know the end of Deadpool uh two where he's going through in time and shit and writing all yeah. the wrongs well marvels mm-hmm. have basically that storyline just fall in the lap and basically got lucky with it so now i don't know if they had to play the part the big thing with the multiverse is deadpool and doctor stranger they're going to be the two ones that's fucking everything up because deadpool's basically going through time and space changing everything right and all the wrongs and that's going to be like the lead into secret wars apparently
3: yeah i just hope like they have fun with it whatever they do because i think marvel's been lacking on the fun side recently (laughs) it's
0: been too it's been too serious it's been too we we've we need to now get to somewhere else Mm -hmm. and because this this one thing isn't working we now need to we now need to quickly move on and the ruin and the experience like the reason why we love the infinity saga was because of the time that was taken the stories that were told even if it was origin stories it was still something leading up to where we were going and they've lost that and they're losing me is like and i was all for it i'm just i'm so upset that we're not we're not getting them thrills back like we used to with marvel so i'm hoping with deadpool 3 that starts to kind of like bring it back
2: again
4: mm-hmm.
2: it's the superhero fatigue Um and it's happened with all the movies from where they it started it's like so you had the success of your batman movies it ran its course up until bat nipples came in um and we lost batman um, uh, people,
3: you, you never lost G- jake G- that was the jake's G- yeah. G- G- <laughs> X- <I> highlights <hate. laughs> i'll tell you what like you, you were saying that was a flop i think what flopped was they spent way too much money on marketing because you could not escape that movie that <laughs> <when laughs> came out. Spent a lot was, of
4: money the, on Arnie they plastered well. it on everything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All that budget went on him. But no, we yeah. get this phase of like there is a there's a peak, and then we get burnt out. We had this with the Fox universe originally through mm. the X Men, and oh, Fantastic Four movies, and then it died off with Daredevil and Elektra.
1: I, um, it's always a difficult oh my
2: one God, I saw lecture
3: in the cinema I forgot about that
2: <laughs> um, even the and even all Nolan stuff it ran its course of acting really quite fast of this let's do a on the ground more realistic superhero so we got Marvel came back and let's give you comics it's i think it's they're, co- think... they're trying to please every single fan and i agree i agree
1: with you there they're trying to cut they're trying to appease or like listen to the internet and say oh this we need this so they're making this or we need to see that so they're making that should just concentrate on the quality that's the thing because the quality yeah. has been lacking like if the rumors are true that Sicken invasion was meant to be captain marvel 2 and the the reason that captain well the reaction that captain marvel got forced them into Moving it a different way so they took captain marvel out and just done the secret invasion story with nick fury which to be honest could have worked should have, it should have worked but nope. it it was it was badly done and it was badly writ- written as well like miranda hill's death should have meant more But Spo- sorry spoilers um but maria uh, maria hill sorry uh, <laughs> uh but the quality needs to be there and i think that's what's been lacking and that's why i like she hulk's ending as well where it kind of like took the piss out of it and said look we need to do better and it kind of broke Mm -hmm. the fourth wall um with a lot of the stuff if you've done things slightly differently like i know as as jessica said earlier marvel due to Part the seal with Fox can't make an X Men movie until 2025, is it? I believe it's
2: 2025. The rights release ban. Um, So we'll get the animated series is going to lead us into 2025, and Mm -hmm. there is a theory something in the animated series will lead us into. Marvel's version of the X Men, whether it's the animated come to live action or there's mm. just little stories going to slip in. I've heard that everyone
1: yeah.
2: up, up to par where they need to know what to know when they come in.
3: Mm. Um, Morph's the key. It's going
1: to be more <laughs> <checking> fantastic <yeah>. now. <laughs> the rumor is yeah, as well, it's, it's it's not going to be a, an X Men movie. It's going to be uh, Mutants. That's going to be the title, apparently, of the next one. Yep. But the gutting um, thing is, that had the perfect opportunity to get X-Men into this universe with division, yeah. And all yeah, she good. had to say was, instead of no more mutants, is let there be mutants. And that would yeah. have been... I think the whole it's internet funny. and the Marvel fan base would have just stood up and clapped. That would have been...
0: I think they would have lost their mind. I think it would have been an absolute moment in, tele- in, like, in pop culture. Mm-hmm. Could have been huge, fucking missed it, fucking absolutely missed it. What Marvel need to do now mm-hmm. is step away from television.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Falcon and Winter Soldier could have been an amazing movie,
4: mm-hmm.
0: didn't need to be a television series. <laughs> if you just wanted to get Sam from point A to point B, could have been a great film, yeah. terrible TV show. They need to step away from television, they really do. It's not working, it's not working yeah. for me anyway. Like,
3: like you're, you're right though, about about the mutants thing because this set it up perfectly because she kind of did create one mutant sort uh-huh. of like that the the shield officer yeah who got like affected by the powers when mm. she crossed the barrier ball.
4: yeah
3: and all yep, the ha- yep. all that had to do was give us the thing they give us in nearly every superhero movie was have the town explode like the magic barrier explode and then people across the world have just like became mutants, and like we would have all just accepted it. <laughs> like, yeah, was...
0: we would have. We would have just went. Oh yeah, that's how it happens. Yeah, and like they...
3: terra genesis. Like right. it happens
1: sometimes on this earth. Because <laughs> the, the problem we've got now, and and like this is why they've had to go into the multiverse side of things is anyone that's got power or anyone that's of any importance. The question is now, why Where weren't you we in Endgame?
0: Yeah, where yeah. were you? Where have you been? Mm-hmm. And they had the they had it in their they had it in their hands to to be able to put them into into situations. They showed that in Multiverse of Madness with Doctor Strange,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and the I don't know what maybe it is the rights thing and they can't quite
1: pull the trailer. branch
0: out. Yeah, they just can't branch out as far. But I really think um, Spider Man into the Spider Verse is, is helping a lot with understanding the fact that. The Marvel Universe is just one universe. Mm-hmm. There is different mm-hmm. different ones out there, and having to mm-hmm. like because it's a it's a hard one. There's quite a few, <laughs> um, so it's it's. I think that's really helping like a viewership to yeah. look at. There's different marvel universes well, this is just one but, this is just Earth. what 316 yeah because
1: like dr strange tried to do it but fucked up badly sorry know, massively I, I, but, massively yeah
0: they, they didn't explain it properly at all but into the spider-verse mm-hmm. kind of like it, it was just a slow introduction you don't need to be like well this is 316 this is mm-hmm. this is where are going do you know what i mean They don't need to do it that way you need to be gradual with it because it is so convoluted as a comic book reader it is massively convoluted
2: as a viewer it's going to be even
4: worse
1: you know what so Before
2: yeah i we... had a really good thing to they if they'd have had their rights down at the time for the x-men um it gets mentioned in endgame
4: mm-hmm.
2: snap now it happens three times on earth that glove gets snapped
4: mm-hmm.
2: and rocket mentions it every time it happens a wave of gamma radiation shoots out across the planet
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah if they'd have had their rights, they could have set it up great if this is how the X Men those that trigger point of mm-hmm. people would start developing powers because three times this mass amount of energy has gone across mm-hmm. everyone.
0: Is that not just going to be based on the fact that then they're going have gamma radiation in it? It's
2: gamma because of, so you can't use mutant or anything because they're not even can't in. even say the word mutant in it. Yeah. Um, forces no, no, yeah. with is Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. And really I, I I literally squealed at the end because when it's mentioned and a little friend comes up, and he's like, "Look, I've been looking into you. You, you already up. had this." And then the actual '97 ching plays, and like, I squealed. And I was like, oh, "I, I did." It <laughs>
4: took
0: it, it took us a while because I am a huge Miss Marvel fan, and she is she is not a mutant. She is an inhuman, oh, mm-hmm. and it really. It really bothered us slightly, but then when I was like oh, they just they can't physically do it and I really wanted to be here, so put that aside and just accept the fact uh,
3: that- hang hang on a sec. Did you watch Agents of Shield? Like in humans is a bad idea. Like but-
4: <laughs> I love I
2: the
3: away from the inhumans. in humans in humans are just they're just X-Men again.
1: Like the, the-, yeah, the- don't- I don't think we need them. <laughs> no, but
3: I
2: love the Inhumans.
1: But that's the argument I was just about to use there, though, with Jay, because at the moment, mutants and inhumans haven't been discovered in the Marvel Universe. I know the retcon to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have said, like, that's. Black Bolt
3: was there as well. Yeah. Black
1: Bolt was there. Yeah. So, argument this, if if a little friend said, oh, you're a mutant or there's mutant DNA in you, she could still be classed as an inhuman because the inhumans haven't been discovered yet yeah so that could be one way because again there's going to be so many different ways that are going to pull because soon as they do um because i'm still pissed off at this when they do fantastic four the the bad guy is going to be straight away galactus again
0: oh no man don't You've got it, that's, <laughs> don't, that's a builder
1: yeah well to be fair if the rumors are again i, I think a lot of stuff's been coming out more Due to the the writers' strike and the thing that they've been releasing stuff to try and get back at the studio, so the rumors yeah. now again, if if I'm wrong, I'll hold my hands up, but this is the idea going forward. I'll, um, what was the Eternals two is going to introduce Galactus? I'm not watching that. You um, <laughs> watch can't trick me again. again. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the Eternals two that that is happening with Galactus is going to be like brought forth. Then it's going to be mm. Galactus versus the Fantastic Four as, as earth's heroes against them. Even though I think they should be, uh, I, I would even take fucking the Mole Man against the Fantastic Four yeah. rather than uh, Galactus <laughs> at this time. But got the rights to the Underminer now. <laughs> <to do> <laughs> um, I think at the
2: point with the Marvel Universe at the moment. The the acceptance I take is the current Marvel Universe we've have been watching mutants aren't a thing no this universe just, just does not have mutants it does not have humans we're going to get them in secret wars coming across mm-hmm. i think we're going to get the x-men are going to be escaping because it has mentioned that the more that you have the incursions realities start to break down
4: mm-hmm.
3: yeah it, that's um maps. isn't that part isn't that, that part of in. Isn't that part of ABX or something like the comic series, like Avengers versus X Men? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's some talk of incursions there, and it's like it's the universes like occupying the same space, and one has to go type of thing. Um, it, it might, like it might not have been that story. In, but
2: yeah. We don't need to do the start again. We don't need to mansion, and we need them just to come in. We know who they are. We know what they can do. It's like Spider Man. We didn't need his origin story. or no. we already know it. I've mm-hmm. Seen it twice.
1: now. I don't think I Old think Ben it die be a third I think time. The
2: yeah, of, of across
3: <laughs> they even made us watch it again in like End of the Spider Verse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, no, that is a good point though, because um, like through the years, uh, there's been so many different ideas that's been popped about. There's been Young Adventures, which I do think still is like going to be one of the things that hasn't been announced yet. Because of the characters that's been brought forward in the, like the last years, like we've had young uh, Loki, we've had Kate Bishop, we've had mm-hmm. like Spider Man
2: is coming into uh, is it Agatha's, it's...
1: yeah, Wiccan and uh I can't remember the other other thing. The yeah,
2: whole thing they're going to appear. I, I get
1: the feeling isn't that the isn't it like maddens
2: they're going to have something to do with Can Dynasty, and I think they're going to suddenly come in and play a very big Dynasty. I think
0: they're going to try and get rid of the Can Dynasty as quickly
1: as it possibly came in. No, not know. Disney, Disney, standing by him. It, 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 all are, our charges uh, are being dropped. Like, uh,
0: yeah. no, it's not just the, regardless of Jonathan Major's alleged issues. Hmm. It's the characters
1: just fucking dull, man.
4: <laughs> like, I don't know.
1: I, I, <laughs> it's if they do give us Can, can that sure, we got it in it the opened. comics. We get Kang from the comics i'm excited but give us the backstory as well make him the yeah. son of the future son of reed richards and uh, was reed richards or was it i think so he's nathaniel
2: yeah no i think it could be, it could be surprising they might play a much bigger role We didn't think they were going to but hmm. they might have something to do with Tang dynasty i think i think it would make sense for them
1: but the, we're talking about doing it's the West Coast Avengers them. as well with the with the White Vision now, because they're supposed to be doing a uh, Vision Quest or something like that with <laughs> Wanda coming back and trying to find Vision. It, it, oh, I, no. I, that's supposed to be the sequel to WandaVision, which doesn't need a sequel. But yeah. Are the, are the West
3: Coast Avengers the one that have Sasquatch Is the, oh, the... don't. One <laughs> of them has a yeti,
1: doesn't it? <laughs> They've got some things. But there's so many different <laughs> things. But again, if they do lead up to Avengers versus uh, the X-Men... The problem we have got now is all the people that would be interested in that fight are either dead or gone. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to see Spider-Man kicking all the X-Men's ass because, let's be honest, Spider-Man could basically, other than Jane Grey, take them all down without very little problems. <laughs> um, with he does an
3: AVX. That's that's one of the cool. That's one like the top Spider-Man moments. I think a lot of comic fans like. Mm-hmm when, like, Spider-Man, like, holds off, like, like you know, three of the Phoenix Force-powered X-Men, and they're just like, oh, his fighting style's just too weird to keep up with, like, he's and he's making, like, jokes and, like, distracting them, like, it's a really, like, awesome scene. So the question is now, because...
1: Sorry.
2: Who's everyone's character that they want to see then come to screen, like, whether it's what already been done or somebody who's not hit screen yet, has anyone got anyone in particular?
1: Um... It's going to be a difficult one because I would like them to the, as you said, go for the original ones. Leave out Wolverine. Have Wolverine come in yeah. later, but do them well. I would love to see a like Hank, a a great Hank, a great um, Scott. I don't just give them to people that think, "Oh, how are you going to play them? Give them. Make the team small. You don't want to have mm-hmm. to have have it too big and too too many." give us certain storylines you can take through because if you're going to move away from like say the Marvel Universe that we've got and we go into the Mutant verse, so we say? it, give us 10 years of different characters, 10 years of different movies, give us like a, a Gambit origin story because not many people know Gambit's origin story as like the the Guild of the Thieves and stuff, I, I think that got right. Um, How Rogue become, like say if you want to Lose Caval Danvers, have Rogue as a, a terrorist and take her powers and um, and stuff like that. Give us all these different elements and then lead up to uh, X Men versus the Brotherhood or X Men versus the Avengers as a as a big payoff. And again, people will watch that. People will be it well will. for that, and it'll be fresh. It'll be different, but giving yeah, us the same yeah. type of thing. But giving us like characters like over and over, like oh. Uh, like I love She Hulk, but we don't need another Hulk. We're gonna get the Thunderbolts, which will be interesting having Harrison Ford being all gruff and angry as as Red Hulk. Great. But again it's just another Harrison, ser- Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> but um just having different things and different elements that we haven't had, but take your time, don't rush it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Totally agree. The need to start they need to start looking at storytelling. Mm-hmm and and casting and getting the arcs right as well mm-hmm. they needed they needed they just need to strip it all back it doesn't have to be this grand affair they need to strip it back they need to build again
1: and one thing please please if you're going to do an x-men movie steer the fuck away from the dark phoenix saga it's been yes, proven it it's been proven it doesn't work on the big screen it's not something that trans transfers well it's too big of a story it's too much to tell and um, kind of break it kind of breaks the universe doesn't it because mm. it's like oh watch it has the power to
3: like undo like reality to the atomic level like okay <laughs> i guess we're stuck there but
2: <laughs> i want to see daddy magadino I've not had a yeah. Daddy Magneto
3: yet. Like comic Magneto, where he's a little, he's a little bit sexy. Uh, that's that's. He's honestly, when you, when you said like, what do you want to see? Like that was one thing I was thinking. Like I want, I want like an old, like an older Magneto. Like in his forties, I think. Yeah, like not like an old man, but like that kind of thing where i want someone who's got that like classical actor vibe but like he doesn't have to be a genuine
1: old shakespeare trained actor like but he he has to have white hair i want him to have white hair yeah
3: yeah
0: (laughs) you want mckellen but when he was 40.
3: yeah 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 but like i don't know if we have that caliber of actor (laughs) around anymore
2: Um. But no, it's interesting. I'm always curious because they say we've had a lot of redos of the same characters every time, and it's it'd be mm. interesting to see some different ones get the forefront. See some others get to explore them. I say
1: Bobby Drake is one; mm. he's been there, but he's not been Bobby though. That's the thing. Side character to them. Yeah. Um. i um, I'll be interested in the bad guy. I think the movie will live and die on the bad guys as well. Um. Have them. I. I as you said, with the X Men there was no agree with a lot of the bad guys it was like a lot of them were just fucking horrible um yeah i would love to see sinister just like as you said it might not be kid friendly and might not be easy to do um yeah. but if they are going to go like do a hard rating and stuff like that which that that would be interesting but um again to stay away from that the I can't remember the name now, the island of with all the dinosaurs and that fucking <laughs> The savage lands. the away from so that. Bad. Um <laughs> I, I didn't even like that in the comics as well. Sorry. No, no. Uh, all no. Or the cartoon. Um
2: oh one of my favorite costumes is rogue Savage Land costume. It's awesome. Yeah, it's oh,
1: awesome yeah, to look like... at, but if you're gonna read it, it like say have that pterodactyl's voice as well, but um <laughs> steal the fuck out of jurassic park but yeah um there's there's certain different things that you think that as a fan you could that that's the problem now as a fan you say i want this i want that and you you realize if you get it too much it might not be work as as we've had in the past people said we want to see wolverine go for Berserker Rage, and it was brilliant to see in x-men two but then in x-men three it was like it's happening again but then you get a genuine story, a genuine like tale where it, like, all all mutants are gone, and you've just, literally just got Wolverine, Calab, Calab Caleb, oh, I, can't, I can't pronounce it, Um Calibab. Calibab, That's Have it. And uh, and Charles as as the only mutant that's on X twenty three, Logan is the quintessential, we the blueprint to do it just give us a story where we actually give a fuck about the characters and give them purpose
2: there's a point in Logan it breaks my heart every time I love the logic that they gave Mm to the causality of these mutants will age and standard health issues can happen and Mm -hmm. having someone like Xavier end up with dementia terrifying mm-hmm. <laughs> the idea of the guy who yeah. can literally kill people with his mind is going to lose control and mm-hmm. it is brilliant i love where it's on the radio you hear it mm-hmm. he's done it they've all gone
4: mm-hmm.
2: and he's been responsible and him flipping in and out and then when he finally does it where he's talking to Logan, and he's like i did it didn't I?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: i killed all of them but
4: mm-hmm.
2: like, they all went um really a bit of story writing um really really good because it's just something you don't really contemplate with superheroes it's like oh yeah there's everyday stuff as well you've got to think about mm-hmm.
3: yeah i think like that i think
2: way more dangerous
3: mm-hmm. i than... think that's what people like about the x-men like that they're, they're very like vulnerable like yeah. like you see a lot of like there's a lot of like storylines where like you know like the the people the government are like rising up against them and like nope. as a group of like six like what can you really do about that like because you can't just like power through people like i mean like magneto will try <laughs> like like it's and obviously like I, I don't know if we have like touched on it but it is like a, a massive like allegory to like gay rights and stuff like like because mm-hmm. it, it came out like you know it was getting big around the time but mm-hmm. that kind of i think that kind of vulnerability and like otherness that the x-men have is like way heightened i know there's like people like hulk and stuff where it's like i can't live in society and stuff but i think like they've always kept that at the top of the x-men stories and i think that's why people like really connect because mm-hmm. you can see yourself in like at least one of them even uh, if they are like outlandish
1: <laughs> i think that's why everyone always relates to peter parker just because like everyone went through yeah. that teenage like thing that give them real problems but correct this if i'm wrong i know charles x Vavio and uh magneto were based on malcolm x and martin luther king if um that that's mm-hmm. basically because they've got the the same viewpoint of what they want but different ways of going about and doing it yeah, yeah.
2: exactly yeah. that is exactly the, the conversations problem. i love between Patrick part and the student where it's always the kind of what side of the fight you're going to be on at the end mm-hmm. and it's for xavier it's like we we're just as bad as them then it's going to keep happening it's like yeah but one day they'll get worse than us mm-hmm. you yeah you've got to stay up you've got to stay ready because it's not going to go the nice way here i love that back and forth between the two and they both want the exact same thing they do yeah but it's that fear of which is the right way to do it. Mm, you definitely. try and wait to be accepted, or do you fight for acceptance,
1: or oh, do you right force way. acceptance onto them? Where again, it doesn't always go the right way and stuff.
2: Yeah, it always be, when it we're because apparently that's the right way to do it. <laughs> to be fair though, I
1: wouldn't be wanting to fuck with people who actually have powers. And if I'm just not powers, yeah. I'm like sorry guys, you win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can make, you can turn my phone into a bullet and put it through my head. Yep. Yeah, yeah i wouldn't be i wouldn't be out there on the protest lines <laughs> it was like a magnet man outside. <laughs> okay like i say i have someone that actually shoots beams that could uh, set, uh, take your head off um that was always my, my little gripe with the movies as well like scott summer's like Cyclops's powers like that beam is one of the strongest beams out there and it just looks like a laser beam in some of the cases where it's never really been shown how devastating that power is well i'm sorry but they're not gonna
3: like they're not gonna
1: explain about how it's
3: like concussive force or whatever it's just, like a punch beam <laughs>
1: i don't know it, like i think they're always gonna have it be a laser beam <laughs> like oh in- no no <laughs> say, i said i the fact that it's a laser beam just that it doesn't do the damage that it should yeah, um, yeah. and like it hits someone and it just knocks them over it should it, it, it hit someone it should take the arm off it should like, go literally through literally.
4: them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's there's one thing that I love about both movies, the first ones and the second one is how they got how they both did um Magneto's origin, you know, the beginning part Mm -hmm. in the concentration camp. How they both did that absolutely beautifully. Mm I know one obviously is inspired by the other Mm -hmm. but i just always found them scenes just shot beautifully especially the fact that you need to you need to see where he came from to understand where his mindset goes to because you know they're both fighting the same fight it's just he's obviously got a different path and you need to know why Mm -hmm. and i just i absolutely Mm -hmm. love them two scenes yeah
3: it's like a a good reason why he'll never be like talked around Mm Sorry. sorry i was just i was just saying it's like a good reason why he'll never be like talked mm-hmm. around on that point as well because it's like nothing like charles says could ever like like go past that like it's kind of like a, a wall mm-hmm. yeah um, but yeah sorry jess
2: <laughs> so you know, when you get the third film in the role about like if you got your ink
1: mm-hmm.
2: like all the ones that break together and when he shows it he's like i have my ink and the skin mm-hmm. will be ne- like never will be we marked again
1: never be
4: like by needle
2: again Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, i love that line
1: it's, it's, um, it's always more powerful when Ian McKellen delivers it as well, though. You know there's quite, like, earth-shuddering type coming from as well. But mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a difficult one. And, again, I think if when they do do the new X-Men, Mutants, or whatever they call it as well, the casting is going to be the important side of it. Yeah. And I think because mm-hmm. they've got big shoes to fill, and that's, that's always mm-hmm. going to be the hard one. Um. I know there was a little known X, well, X-Men, X-Force uh, movie that came out uh, a few years ago that was delayed to the high heavens and reshot and redone. What did you just think of New Mutants? Never watched it.
0: Never watched More. New Mutants. That was one of the most controversial mutant, like, x Meny program, films, whatever, that has ever come out. <laughs> and I
2: didn't watch it. <laughs> oh. It was a strange okay, one because it was such a long wait. I mean, I'd I'd moved house and everything I mean, it must have been two years since that trailer came out until the film finally actually dropped. It lost all of its hype because of all this wait for it. And even it was a lackluster film it was like, what did we wait for there? Because this has no place in the X-Men universe it's separate to everything but it wasn't really giving anything either. It, it was a weird film. I'm not entirely sure what the plan
1: even was with that one it was down to director and uh, studio having massive fallouts over what they wanted the film to be the studio wanted another x-men film or a new x-men franchise to branch off and the director wanted a full-on horror movie he wanted to do Mm -hmm. like a a horror movie in the superhero genre and what we got was a bit bit of a mishmash of both um Mm -hmm where the studio would kick the director out and recut and and done stuff and the, where the director had got back in and recut stuff in and they only released it because it was during the pandemic and no films were coming out during the cinema so that this was one of the yeah. testers to see if people would were ready to go back in the cinema I don't I don't and <laughs> they used this <laughs> yeah they, they, no they did they used because people thought if people are clamoring that much to see it like a movie would they come in mm-hmm. and they weren't the people were still terrified of the Black Death and and stuff. That, uh, I shouldn't joke. It killed a lot of people. I'm sorry. Um, uh, gotta get cancelled now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, no, it, it's it was a difficult one because I didn't think it was a, a bad movie. It was just bad using of the characters and bad using the thing. As a standalone movie, it wasn't bad. It just didn't do the characters and the the law well. Yeah. Um, but. It was an interesting take because with the X Men movies and like with the genres as well, you could turn these type of movies into any type of movie you want. You could have a romantic comedy, you could have an action film, you could have a spy film, you could have a horror movie. There's so many different potentials you could go in, and that's why I think the X Men like movies what become a bit of a joke was a bit disappointing to me in the towards the end. Yeah,
3: yeah, because they just did the same thing over and over again. Like Mm -hmm. they were trying to raise the stakes, but like it wasn't really that different. Like Apocalypse isn't that different from like Mm -hmm. Dark Phoenix and stuff. When you think like you know, it was kind of the same thing. I'm just gonna end the world and stand here with loads of like energy. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: weird that Deadpool got the casting better than probably anything else. Deadpool's given us the actual from the comic page view to screen like. Colossus uh-huh. in Deadpool, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the most perfect Colossus. <laughs> yeah, weird Deadpool being able to hit the note right where everyone else has kind of missed it. I think not panicking about it. It's real. I, I think it's
1: with kind of, Deadpool, there was a lot of what? freedom and a lot. A lot of, like to be fair, the way that Deadpool got made, they took a lot of balls, and Ryan Reynolds went, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just do what I want," basically, mm-hmm. and like. Apparently, when it come to Deadpool Two, he was a massive bell end, where the director refused to work with him anymore and stuff like that. But um... he did get two big freeze boots, didn't he? The first movie is
0: fantastic. How he tells the story that nobody wanted a Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. They'd seen what they'd seen what Deadpool what what had been done before. and Nobody wanted this, and he was like, so they shot the 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 teaser trailer that we get where he's sitting on the bridge. And Ryan Reynolds always says the story is somebody leaked it. <laughs> it was oh, yeah. it was a hundred percent. He leaked it straight away for people to see because he knew the minute people saw that suit, game over. Do you know the timing of the
1: relate, of the leak as well? You know when he no Comic Con San Diego weekend.
0: Wow. It is brilliant how he did it, mind. Brilliant. Just
1: just after the first Suicide Squad trailer hit. (laughs)
4: Oh God,
1: there's so
0: much about that come out recently about David Air's suicide Mm -hmm. squad. Wow. I always thought David Ayer was a bit of a dick Mm -hmm. because of his attitude that he had at San Diego Comic Con towards Marvel. Mm -hmm. I'm always going to think like, you're a dick for thinking that way. But (laughs) I understand after all the news that's come out, Mm -hmm. I understand why David Ayer was like, he's why he stood by his movie for it then to be completely stripped by the studio. And turned into something that he did not create, hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I take it back, David Ayer, yeah. you're not a dick." You're like, <laughs> I understand why you stood by it. I really, I want to see it now. I want to see the David Ayer Suicide Squad. There's, a, there's
1: also remember the, David, the 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 Jules shoemaker cut of Batman Forever.
0: Let's see it all. Just let's go there's, there's a different. Bring it out.
1: There's a different version of that movie when the studio got involved. Um, More gear. Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested it's, it's that. Clo- it's close to three hours, apparently. Yeah. Um... <laughs> we watch
0: Justice League. We'll do it. But yeah.
1: But uh, apparently, there's that... a
0: good finisher you know?
2: Um Sorry, quickly. In Deadpool too, you know when we see the actual the second wave of the X Men where he opens the door and they're all in there and you just sort of close it back over. Yeah. Because <laughs> he always made the joke. Obviously, we don't have the rights to anyone. So where is everyone in the mansion? Um, it is just literally in pure look, we were filming at the same time, mm-hmm. and they were kind of across in one studio there and the other, and you just kind of, like, but yeah, and it's like, we're not coming across to yours, we'll <laughs> film something for you, we'll send you the cut. What's... Jennifer Lawrence is the only one missing because she wasn't on set that day, but the rest of the cast filmed mm-hmm. just this 30 second thing, like, mm-hmm. there you go, you can see yeah. the X-Men are there.
1: Well, the... Didn't Brad Pitt do his cameo for a cup of tea?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah, I think fabulous. i have to pass that. Um, the school that the kids at in Deadpool 2 is the same school, and I don't know if you've watched this. Me and Anthe did, and it was fucking phenomenal. The gifted, mm-hmm. the Marvel, uh, the X Men TV show ah. is the same school
2: that's in there right it's a reference to mr sinister as well in the comics technically that's his it didn't have all the religion stuff but yeah he was running a school at one point for wayward children i'm
1: just just trying to think now what because like wasn't there a tv show that came out was was it called the gifted was it There was
0: the gifted yeah because it has polaris in it and i absolutely fucking. Mm stored her version of Polaris, i thought was brilliant there was the gifted and then there was legion legion that's the one and stevens um of of downton abbey um, yeah and
3: (laughs) i never
4: finished that no
0: no we didn't either we we got told that it got cancelled in season two and i was like oh i don't want to like if seasons one what we got then that's fine i'll just i'll be happy with that i don't want to get into something that's not going to continue on because the first season
1: was phenomenal.
0: It was some of the really good television.
1: Wasn't the last episode no, the that first... got filmed? Didn't it have Charles, and that's why loads of people kicked off because Charles Xavier came into it. Well,
0: mm-hmm. in the I, I can't remember in the first series.
1: I don't know if it was season two, but I, I remember they, they had a different. But well, uh... is
0: he's daddy, isn't
1: it? I can't remember now.
0: Like, Legion, is, Legion is the son of Charles Xavier
1: i could i'm you might be right i don't know Like I said, it got, I might be wrong it <laughs> got
3: too it got too trippy i think and i was like i'm a bit funny with shows where you can't trust what's on screen if that makes sense you know where it's like okay mm. the character isn't see is the character seeing this or is are they not wasn't and the what ba- am i seeing in relation to that
1: because wasn't the bad guy, guy. guy in that nightmare or something wasn't it wasn't at all I remember, Mm, was like 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 Blackheart or something. Is that is that a Marvel
3: bad guy? Who? I know. There's like this. Is that Nightmare? Yeah, Yeah, he's like all black and just red eyes in the comics. (laughs) I'm
0: 19th century with all that He is Charles Xavier's son.
3: You're probably right,
2: one called the runaways. Um,
1: oh, fuck that show, was, sorry, no, fuck that show, no, <laughs> it was
2: terrible. But <laughs> um, um, one season and it was done. But yeah. I think the idea what they were supposed to be doing was, I think it was supposed to be Paul logan I think mm. it was supposed to be that the audience were gone, and these were the last of them. Mm. And it's keeping them safe for as long as they can because now obviously all mutants are completely dangerous. Um but it's terribly done. Uh um, it's, it's a strange one. It's a bit kind of like it's mm. Um
1: it's a strange one because the, 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 they pulled out loads of different ones like lock and key and stuff like that. That just was so bizarre. But
0: <laughs> and uh, cloak and right dagger and dagger, that's yeah.
1: yeah, cloak and dagger, that but, was the one. That's,
0: mm. but,
1: Is that DC or Marvel? There's uh, <laughs> too not, many you don't know what the thing. Um
0: Look, uh, Cloak and Dagger's
1: Marvel. Oh, I'm thinking of Hawk and, <laughs> yeah. and Dove, yeah. <laughs> in essence, the same characters, but yeah. Uh, the only thing, again, just to because I know we're talking about like say the casting in the new Deadpool, what do you feel? Because there has been a bit of controversy about the a rumored casting of a certain uh X Men character in Deadpool 3 that people are not happy about. Ooh. How do you feel about Taylor Swift as Dazzler? I love, that, <laughs> I love it. Fucking I love it. do
2: it? It makes so much sense. Hmm? It sense if Dazzler is, it would make sense if cult it be bloody Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: If, if Dazzler was going to come out the woodwork, it would be Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let it be.
2: I'm it. To that have <laughs> Sorry? If it had been done in the original ones, it would have been Britney. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: you're right. But no, let Dazzle, just let Dazzler be, let, let her come on screen, and if it is in Taylor Swift form, let it be. <laughs> like, I love
3: it. Hey, Swifty's been in movies before she's in the Hannah Montana movie, you know, she has got. She might be part of the Guild for all we know. <laughs>
2: I'm very curious though, because they're bringing everyone back instead of you know, we're going to get Halle Berry, we're going to get James Master, we're going to get Funky Anderson back.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: No word on Anna Paquin. No word no. at all whether anyone's asked Anna Paquin whether she wants to I step back to <laughs> act anymore. Did she not retire? That's I what I do wonder. Book. Was she serious with this case? Is she just not interested, or has people forgotten that it kind of. Tell you what.
1: She better be in fucking trick or treat too. Sorry. If, if, if they didn't say <laughs> one, she I has to make be. a fucking return, or I'm boycotting that movie. She was the. The fucking sexiest werewolf i have ever seen I,
0: I, I, I will not boycott it but she better be in it, but it...
3: paul wants to recast as saber tooth is what he oh said. yes
1: <laughs> oh wolf bean. i'll take her as wolf <laughs> Yes. Oh well. No, nope, certainly. So wrap up now. So any yeah. any other points on the X Men universe that is that we might have missed out on? I know, like say, I... The comics we could have talked about. Like say, the, the Ultimate Run was, in essence, some of the best comics. But also, like say, more people to get the hands on. Um I know there was two things I wanted to mention as well. I said personal stories, which I find quite funny. I had my first ever date. With a girl, I took to the pictures to see X Men Two, so hell yeah. So Aww, that was my like personal sweet. experience. So that was a sweet. We, uh, I was that nervous. So I didn't even like hold a hand or kiss her. Appeared, but uh, <laughs> 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 oh
0: mine and Anne's was Spider Man Three. Oh,
1: it's mutant in a way. Are nice. <laughs> and, and I did have other comics, like but the first ever proper American style comic I actually went out and bought uh was in a shop in Granger Market uh and it was a Wolverine comic. It was the uh, issue where Wolverine had got sick. It was like a one shoot one off shoot where Wolverine yeah. had killed Sabretooth for the um it was like a death issue where Sabretooth was locked behind bars and was Wolverine was interrogating him and he was telling them that he was gonna kill every person that Wolverine loves. Jane Grey uh, Silver Fox. That uh, was Silver Fox. Uh, everyone that uh Kitty Pride that uh he was gonna go and find them and kill them when he got out to the point where Wolverine believed him and puts his two claws. That was like a panel in this comic. Two claws go up there, and then all you he- see in the next panel was schnicked and you see <laughs> uh Sabertooth's well, eye bulge out. So basically, yeah. he put up the middle uh Ooh. middle claw to kill off Sabretooth. So that, I remember that as a kid. That was the first ever actual proper comic that I went out and bought myself. <laughs> Burned in your brain, wow. Horace yes. image. <laughs>
0: that's some brutality right there. <laughs> that's,
1: how, that's how we roll now. But yes, that's any roll any, roll. any other points about the X-Men universe that you want to raise? Uh, bring that's
3: back cool. Morph, and he has to have a blue-yellow suit and a jacket over it, and that's his entire costume.
1: And, did, and <laughs> does he have to look like he's never slept for 16 hours?
3: Yeah, he kinda of looks like Ross from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> Ross. <laughs> Get David
1: Schwimmer back. David yeah. <laughs> that would work. I'll take that. <laughs> there's probably
0: t- like a million things that we've missed out to talk about when it comes to the X-Men because there's oh, yeah. it, mm-hmm. it's so vast, it's so big. We ain't but talked X- about
3: X-Force, Excalibur. Yeah
0: there's so much God, and Excalibur. we can and you know
3: what
0: the best part about it is we can always come back and do another one
3: definitely yeah.
1: mm-hmm. yes because i know lauren was meant to be on but i know she's um she had some and, family that's not been too well bless her so get well oh, lauren
0: yeah I, I would love lauren to come on i know what lauren's uh knowledge is what well, we all do we all sat mm. on free um a free comic book day one and to be sure. fair, though, if Lauren oh, came on, all of us ones. would
1: just sit there and just shut up and let her talk. Yeah, <laughs> we,
0: wouldn't, we wouldn't have a chance to say because it it'd be like, like Lauren just giving, spitting out all these facts. <laughs> yeah, like, like
3: like Sammy says, if you want more X-Men, we definitely talked a lot of X-Men on the free comic book day stuff. Yes. <laughs>
1: It's still there. It's I'll pull still... out Mystique next time. Oh. Um, Tell you what, th- th- that'll be some screenshots if you start pulling out this mistake cosplay because you, you you have to paint that one on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll
2: do the white
1: dress and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. If Jake's like, oh, Paul, go away. Just, go, just get. Classic Paul, that's Classic. your mutant <laughs> yes.
0: Well, I want to, to apologise for the quality of my video tonight, the fact that I've moved around so much, and the kittens have done my nutting. I don't know, what. at one point, I had, if anyone heard us, I did a gasp and went, shit. They were trying to climb a towel. That's fine. That's what kittens do. <laughs> so they're the, they're kittens
1: bay. are bouncy, they're fine. <laughs> and,
0: oh, and I'm so sorry, but next week I will be back in my room because it'll be all done out. And... Well, kind of. But yay. <laughs> Happy days.
1: Yes. So, um I'm trying to think now. So tomorrow me and Jake are escaping uh the world and going into the real world. We're going to a toy fair. Up in your way, uh Sammy. But Sammy doesn't <laughs> yes. Sammy, Sammy's not joining us because she doesn't want to play uh play with us. So <laughs> you don't want
0: to play. But you're more than welcome to come and see some kitties Just saying, <laughs> you're
4: not that far away.
1: <laughs> yes, and don't forget to tune in tomorrow for Monsters Up North at 7 pm. A new episode goes live with Sam and Dan talking about Tom Schiavone movies from the 80s. Is that right? We
0: start We li- we start where we left off. We left a year with Freddy 1980, and we'll start from there onwards.
1: Cool. F- Freddy, I mean, Freddy the 13th, is it? That's what I meant to say. Yes, yep. absolutely. Freddy the Thirteenth. the, 13. <laughs> that's, <laughs> on the show, that's, that's on the show. That's on the show. The Cult versus Jason. Compl- <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Completely <laughs> wrong franchise, but yes, it's Friday the Thirteenth. My apologies.
1: Fine. <laughs> I took to. I took a step back and was like, "Is that right?" Um, no.
0: You were absolutely right to point that out.
1: <laughs> I don't. I haven't decided on next Sunday's episode. I know we were meant to be doing top five uh, spy movies, but I don't know i'm not feeling spyish at the moment so i might oh. kick it up and, and change it up a little bit um but yes uh like i said goodwill is taking a week off i believe so i don't think goodwill will be streaming this friday so i might text him and take over his spot i know i don't know i might be just be that kind of guy yeah <laughs> it's, it's gonna think, be I a mixed, think, week <laughs> i'm sure we can figure out how to fly a spaceship
3: yeah. between all of us yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yes and jessica will, and jessica will be returning again i'm interested to see if she'll do cosplay for tuesday now we're going to be reviewing the mummy so is she, is, <laughs> is she, is she going to be graham now and just put toilet roll around herself and <laughs> I know, i'm
2: tired I might, I might
1: be looking like in old it all before i get everything back <laughs> so yes on tuesday lee and beth and jessica is joining me to talk about one of the sexiest movies uh sexiest pg movies shall we say of, of the 90s um the fam- fun for all the family um on tuesday <laughs> at 1pm so it'll be a lunchtime uh stream there uh, for everyone um anyone else got anything you want you just want to plug
0: no monsters tomorrow next sunday is undecided
1: mm-hmm. yeah I'll, I'll I'll come
3: in with some games during the week to, to keep the i'll talk to the the chat the horrible chat no yes. i love you
1: the fucking creeps. Um, <laughs> what about you, Not Jess?
2: <laughs> um, for me now, I suppose. Yeah, I can promote my work. Yes, I now work for a company. If you're ever looking for sword replicas, your form builds a for cosplay, up to like all your top end merch, nerdy wise, go to a site called The Sword Stall, and we sell. We were at pretty much every convention of all you've ever seen us. because we have the biggest bloody stall there and it is just it's everything you can imagine in nerdism any weapon you've ever thought you wanted
3: sell. all 100 legal and non-dangerous it's
2: pretty legal about what we sell <laughs> within the UK rights and laws about what we do but yes i do that and yeah it's about to start the con train again next month so
1: cool and hopefully we'll oh, see lot more lot <laughs> <laughs> And we'll see more of Jessica in a cosplayer as well. Like I say, if you ever get bored to send some pictures on Nerdy up north, that's fine. Like I say, <laughs> the, the gigs will enjoy that as well. Um, but yes, uh, so trying to think now because I, I was there was something. Yes, if if you haven't already, anyone who's watching this, I'm going to be a dick now. Please like and share this video. Um, the more people that like and comment and do yeah. stuff, the more people that do view. Uh, we are growing every time. We are getting closer to one thousand five hundred subscribers, which is great. We did hit a milestone on the Facebook group this month. We uh, this week even. Sorry, we hit fifteen thousand followers on the Nerdy Up North Facebook page, which I didn't know there was fifteen thousand nerds who would follow us, but there seem to be. <laughs> so uh, very happy with that. Uh, but yes, uh, and again, any. Any questions or anything, please come come in the group. Please, uh, not literal, but come to talk to us in the group. Sorry, um, yeah. and also if you ever do uh, like want to join us on the Discord, the Arcani bunch, there is some a few weirdos which you can just ignore. But Chris is a bit <laughs> of a dick.
0: But if you, but in all honesty, <laughs> in all in all honesty, you will find one of the the nicest group of people. You will make friends on our Discord. Mm. I guarantee.
1: <laughs> you can tolerate a few of them the only reason i talk to chris cool. is to get close to molly hi molly hope you're watching uh <laughs> <laughs> moving on to another milf now so that's fine uh, <laughs> sam's just looking at his going he should shut up now um uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yes so same back time same back channel
0: see you nerdy everyone bye, bye. bye.
4: bye.